do everybody and welcome back to another on loop podcast all right so question of the day how long is too long to sit through one movie um four hours i'm not even gonna lie to you the four hour movie that we sat through was rough i i enjoyed watching the entire movie there was never a dull moment but four hours is fucking ridiculous for me though i'll say i'll say i'll say four hours is my limit yeah i'll say four yeah i'm i'm not going past four Four ever again in my life like no this was like it was a good movie don't get me wrong but like four hours homie yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was rough. Did you see did you see the, the rumor of the Russo brothers were, were like, okay, we'll do a director's cut of Endgame for six hours? Ah See, I don't know if I would though, because Endgame not. was already like I felt like it was, pretty, good. It was long. It was two hours and thirty minutes, wasn't it? Or three hours? It Endgame was three, was three hours. hours. Oh Both? yeah. I'm pretty sure in both Infinity War and Endgame were both three hours. I feel like adding an extra three hours to that movie would probably hurt it. Probably. Yeah, I think so. The movie was very well crafted. Yeah. I don't think we need a director's cut. No. But, I mean, they said something about Avatar passing them again. I think it passed them again. So there was like, yeah, oh, you know, just a, yeah. somebody made the comment of, oh, uh, here go Avatar and Endgame doing Leapfrog again. Yeah, because for everyone out there, Avatar... I guess is now still the most makes has made the most money. I mean, it's I gotta give it some credit, man. For a movie that's just completely original, that's that's pretty it, good. It you know? was like, a giant blockbuster. Yeah. I think it does deserve that title. As but my thing is great, like the greatest. What happened that people were like, you know what? Let's watch Avatar again. Like what? I think it was uh, it was one of the first movies to like. Not CG. I think like the effects and the CGI. No, of it. no, I get all that. Like, I get why it's such a great movie. But like, yeah. Endgame already passed Avatar in like top grossing movie worldwide, right? And like, Avatar's been out for a while. twelve years. <laughs> yeah, twelve years. And like, it oh. made all that money in twelve years. So like, why is you're like, saying why are people now coming back to it? Yeah, why, I feel like people are coming back to it just because uh, Avengers passed it. And people were like, no, no, Avatar needs to be back on top. So they were like, let's watch it again. Did, did there happen to be any kind of like anniversary thing possibly? Like a 10th year anniversary? Um, no, 10 years would go with, uh, 10 year anniversary would have been two years ago. This movie came out in 2009. That's, yeah, that's fair. Um, But anyway... The reason we're talking about four-hour movies is because today's main topic is Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. Oh, such a good movie. But it is long. Such a great movie. It comes in at four hours, two minutes, and 39 seconds. Yeah. You know, the two minutes didn't matter because of the credits, but, you know. Yeah, okay. So if you get credits out of the way, then probably sh- I'm gonna say shaves off under four hours, yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. actual like screen time shit was still but, way over three hours. 
And, and I'll be real with you. If a movie ever goes to like four hours again, that that is my limit. Four hours is my limit. I can't go any farther than that. I feel like my perfect movie is two hours, 30 minutes. Four is my breaking point. So let's get I, into this big bo- Oh, go ahead, Marcus. Go ahead. I was just saying, I feel like two hours and 30 minutes is still kind of cutting it. Like you like <laughs> after two, after two and a half hours of my time, your movie needs to be amazing. Good. Yeah, it needs to be amazing. Like, I better have no qualms with your movie if you're going past two and a half hours. <laughs> um, one quick note before we like actually get into the main film mm-hmm. Zack Snyder wanted this to be like his actual vision, which is also one of the reasons this film is in a four by three aspect ratio, so it's like a full screen, like wide box, so it's not widescreen. Which I thought was an interesting choice, oh, but okay, because if you notice, like it was kind of like letterbox the whole time. It wasn't like a widescreen. I don't know. It, I honest, don't know what any of that means. It's like the you know how some of the movies have like black boxes at the top and the bottom. It's it's like yeah. that type of thing, and then some of them are just full screen. He had it in his in this different thing, pretty yeah. much. Um, it's kind of like do you remember like back watching like a VHS or something? How it took up the whole screen. Oh, and yeah. then when widescreen came out, it had, like, the black bars. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, the aspect ratio. But okay. let's charge on into this epic. Yeah, let's dissect this big boy. Let's do it. So we start with part one. So each – the film is divided up into six main parts with a epilogue. The first part is called Don't Count on It, Batman. Don't Count on It, Batman. Holy Batman. Um, so, whereas the original film opened with super bad Superman lip CGI, we actually open up right after Batman vs. Superman with Superman being killed by Doomsday. Whole, like, talent through the heart as, like, Superman and, uh, impaled him. And we see that Superman dying let out, like, a shock wave throughout the entire world. And oh, yeah. That uh, God, yeah, like the whole God dying thing, like yeah. literally just everybody heard it. It's crazy. And this was one of the things that awoke the mother boxes, and like alerted a dark side and um his main dude Steppenwolf. Yeah, one uh, out of all three of them, uh, one of them cracked the. Uh, was it like a containment? containment thing that they that they had around it yeah it was like a containment thing and like that showed that it was waking up i think and, the main one that yeah. cracked what was the amazon amazon yeah the one, one the amazons yeah amazon's place and i thought i was like yo you know like this right off the bat and a lot of people agree with me the first two minutes everybody was like damn this movie's already better than the first one <laughs> Everybody already said, "Damn, this movie's better than the first one." It it already was. It already and, is. And was. Just yeah, the I fact, like you, sh- you showing Superman, you just showing Superman's death, like a god dying, like his voice rings out across the earth, is like, "Yo, why didn't we get this in the first yeah. movie?" So uh, that's actually a fair point. So Marcus, you haven't watched the original film. No, and I'm not going to. <laughs> the best answer there, because the original one, I know well, I've I, seen a lot of things where people were like, "Oh, this is just 
a recut of the original. It's still the same movie with just added scenes, which it is not. This is a completely different movie. It's, it's so different. It's very different. Like without now, if I without seeing the Snyder cut, I'd say this is good. I'd say I'd say I'd say Justice League was all right. I can see why they gave it like an average score, or whatever. But when you see Zack Snyder's like. Oh, this is what I meant for it to be. You look at the old Justice League and you're like, you know, for lack of better terms, this is complete dog shit. Yeah, like, bro. What the freak was this? Justice League. Hold on. The regular Justice League did not do well, bro. It oh, got a, it got a forty percent on okay. Rotten Tomatoes. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. Was... I wasn't looking at that, bro. It's uh, a I, six point two thinking... out of ten. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. The 6.2. I was like, this did average. Rotten Tomatoes is pretty critical, so I don't really go off of them unless a movie, like, is really good and they they agree with everybody. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was... It was a clusterfuck. It was was terrible. But, anyway. (laughs) Go ahead, yeah. um, So, we get cut to, like, a mysterious figure riding horseback on, like, this cold, icy mountain. We find out it's Bruce Wayne, and he, like, arrives at this small, like, fishing village, and he's like, I'm looking for this strange seaman. Yeah, just like the and, first, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, I'm trying to, they, uh, they call him, I don't know if he exactly says it, but he's like, I'm looking for Aquaman, basically. That's what the legends call him. And he's like, I've tracked him down. I know that he comes in every so often with these currents to help these people. He comes in on the King Tide. Yeah, the King yes. Tide. Meanwhile, Aquaman himself, Jason Momoa, was just sitting there kind of laughing at the dude. Uh, talking with his friends in, which we're pretty sure is Icelandic. And basically, he pins Bruce up against a wall at one point because Bruce smarts off to him and he actually realizes who he is. And yeah, the bat. He, let's see where I, And basically, he, Bruce asks him to join the, like a team that are preparing to fight off this impending war. And he's like, nah, I got my own fishy stuff to do. Um, Which is like, because Aquaman, the movie, came before or after? No, it came before this? or After. after, no, it came, after this. came after. Okay, yes. And then we see like the stuff that he's really like getting into and whatnot. Yeah. Um, we also, there was also a small dialogue scene where it says Batman's been Batman for 20 years. Which I think is... Interesting, yeah. yeah. That he actually really is super old, Batman. Yeah, you know um, this means. You know this means we could we could possibly get a uh, Batman Beyond. I that that's a topic for a whole other podcast. <laughs> no, wait, wait, hold on, stop. Oh, yo, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. no, no, because yo, 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 no, no, that's that, 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 that. I meant to. I meant to. I meant to. I meant to bring this up. I meant to bring this up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, right. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to bring this up to Larry. Yo, yes. um, Larry, so I watched this channel on YouTube called okay. All Deaf Digital, right? Okay. Um, and that there's this dude, them. right, right, right. There's this dude that frequents on, uh, uh, like he's he's is like a frequent guest star, right? His name's Cleo Thomas, right? Uh, you remember the movie Holes? Yes, yes. zero. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, they're doing a Batman Beyond thing. I meant to talk to you about this, and I completely forgot. The, the, he's, I don't know who he's supposed to play in Batman Beyond, but... but They are working on Batman Beyond. A, a, a Batman Beyond thing is coming this year. Oh, is it a show, or is it like a movie? 
Uh, it's Warner Bros., so I'm guessing. It's probably a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. Okay, they better not mess it up. <laughs> That's Ooh, all I'm going to say. Yo, I can't believe I forgot to tell you that. If it says uh, now coming, hopefully that doesn't mean... I, I would want the movie to come out this year, but hopefully it's an announcement. We shall see. Because but, I don't, uh, I do not want Batman Beyond to be rushed. I want it to be perfect. Um, I, I he was my favorite Batman, and in, 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 to be to be fair, but yeah, like he's but oh, go ahead. Oh wait, never mind, never mind. Never mind. I'm uh, looking at something different. Continue. To go yep. back in the into like him going to twenty years, um, you know, after we find out all that, uh, Arthur basically, who you know, Aquaman doesn't want to join because he's just got stuff that that's going on i guess and stuff, stuff with his parents yeah it's stuff you know we won't get into it until aquaman but um then he gets you know he exits and we get a lady singing uh i guess they're singing yeah. his tale so i i'm i'm not sure i just said in my notes here i just said some kind of like fairy tale legend song possibly mm-hmm. there was no like subtitles so it was it was beautiful it was it was nice singing and then we go from there, we cut to Martha Kent, she's packing up the house because the bank apparently repoed it into Kansas. Dang. Um not in Kansas anymore. That yeah, not in Kansas anymore. Let's see. And then like go from there. Bruce is in like a helipad where we get a little bit of great banner with Jeffrey Irons Alfred, who is a oh, yeah. great Alfred. As He's we talk great. about Adam Superman, he was a great Alfred. I, um, I I like him better than uh I was it the Alfred from uh, Christian Bale's. Uh, I, I like this Alfred better. I do like uh, this Alfred better. I think this is the Alfred that's more in line with the comics because this Alfred is badass. Uh, I I feel like you pushing it, but nah, everybody's entitled nah. to their own opinion. I'm gonna I'm say not they gonna, were just as great. They were. Just I'm not gonna great. say. I'm not, not gonna say. You know, you know the comic where where Alfred's like, you know, Bruce Wayne might be, or Ma- Master Bruce might be like this with his with his uh, ideals and oh, stuff, yeah. and then he cocks the shotgun, but I am He's not. Like, this I'm is the not. Alfred I see. This is the Alfred I see. Not too old, not too young, but still old enough to say, hey, if I got to, I'll bust your kneecaps. That that that's very fair, and I yeah I can see this one doing. I couldn't see Michael Caine doing that. Oh yeah, obviously not. Um, but also he like he tells Bruce that maybe he shouldn't be the only one recruiting, which we'll get into yeah. a, like a little later. But that basically when Diana comes in and helps him. Um, mm. but we go from there, and then we get like Lois Lane, and we find out she's been visiting the blown up Superman memorial every day since he died, which we get through the cop who's like, "You haven't missed a day, do you?" You know, I didn't pick up on that, but uh, I thought it was like hinting on her a little like little reporter type thing. But now yeah. that you mentioned, I'm like, oh shit, she's been seeing it every day. Yeah, um, and one of the things I note here is this: one of the reasons this cut is so good is because we actually get time with the characters for them to develop more and see oh. like how yes. Superman dying affected the world. That's what I wanted. Like, yeah. Oh. Like th- this is how this is how you make a movie. <laughs> uh, we go from there, and now we get Wonder Woman introduced as she's these men going and they're robbing a bank, and she's standing on top. Which I think Marcus pointed out, she's standing on a statue of uh, Themyscira. No, I, is that how you pronounce Themyscira it? is Themyscira is a place. That's where Raven's from. 
Um, uh, I did. Okay, she's I standing. She's standing on a statue of Themis. Themis. Which Themis. Is, I had uh, that partially right. No, you had that all the way wrong. I had Themis. anyway. <laughs> Themis is the uh, patron goddess of Zeta Tau Alpha. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that's how I recognized it. Also, isn't Raven from uh, Azeroth? Yo, where am I thinking? What is Themyscira, bro? I Them- don't know. Larry's made it up. I've heard it, bro. I heard it. Wait, Larry's no. Mascara. Larry's mascara. <laughs> nah, bro. Themyscira. Continue. 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 Yeah, we'll just keep going. <laughs> oh, wait. That's the... Uh... I think that's where all the Amazonians live. Ah! Yeah, okay. yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. It is. Where That's where all the Zodian live. Okay, well, then it's the Stemis. So yeah, maybe the no. island was, so, was named after her, because it seems pretty pretty yeah. similar in name. Either Themis way, the uh, these men take over the bank and, like, they take a bunch of kids hostage because the man has no quarrels with popping a bunch of kids and killing them. Hey, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about that real quick. Yo, <laughs> what school is sending a bunch of kids to the bank for a field trip, bro? Like, what? Where are we doing that know. at? Okay, hey, well, it's, it's, it's the their, UK, man. I don't know. It's their big different. national bank. Like, it's the... I'm fairly certain it's the bank that rules all of, like, at least major London's major circulation of currency. Okay, that makes sense to have a field trip there. It's like a big historical type. Yeah, yeah. as when you get older, these kids look like they were in elementary school. Hey, yeah, they bro, didn't. You know, Europe, Europe be doing things different, you know? Sometimes, that's, that's just weird <laughs> to me, bro. That's the <laughs> only part I found unbelievable. I was like... You telling me these kids are at a bank on a field trip, bro? Yeah, no, they could have gone there's anywhere no, else. There's no six flags, bro. There's no six flags in the UK. You, but you, they you got know. museums. A museums would have a museum would have been more like believable. No, it's a <laughs> bank, bro. I don't know. This building was beautiful. It looked like a I could. You telling me a kid could have been like, "Oh, my mom said to put this money in my account on their field trip." Like <laughs> that was. It was just weird to me. It was weird. It is weird. So, um, so we have these kids, you know, hostage or whatnot. These dudes in masks hold up the place. And, you know, quickly the police surround the bank say, hey, you know, what are your demands? And clearly his demands are, I don't give a fuck about these kids. We're going to send the world back to the Stone Age. We're going to blow this place up. And they start a bomb. <laughs> and this is one of my major gripes. One of my only major gripes. So Wonder Woman comes in. She's just like dodging bullets she's bouncing them back with her like wrist gauntlets she's throwing dudes she's throwing the oh, bomb yeah. up in the air also the point that she throws the bomb up in the air she's sitting there like free fo- floating or whatever free that man had, that man had plenty of time to shoot them kids he just wanted a different gun so he could kill more uh i could i can i can justify the whole you know what a pistol's not gonna do this I'm gonna I, go grab the assault rifle, but yeah. like the the I get what you're saying. The time that she threw the bomb in the air and stuff, yeah. yeah. But then to stop the bomb exploding, she used her energy repel blast and pretty much just still bombed forward that front of that building. What do you mean? Like, oh, she threw the she threw she threw the bomb in the sky and then like used her gauntlets, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But she's still blown. Three, four giant holes in that building. She saved the building from being bombed by basically bombing it. 
I mean, she could die. So I don't know. It, you know, no. kinetic energy can't each other. The, out the, sky. the bomb already blew up. The bomb already blew up. She comes down yeah. and she's talking to this dude. Instead of just walking up and like karate chopping him or whatever, she blasts him with her arm gauntlets. Which... Oh, oh, you're talking about after he runs yeah. out of ammo and stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah she could have just punched him. I don't, she, I don't know why she did yeah. that. But it says she I'm, blew up that part of the building. I'm pretty sure she like vaporized him because like he was he's just dead. gone. No, he's dead. He was yeah, gone. <laughs> she didn't have to do that. Like she could have like you know. No, but you know what, Marcus, you made a point. I think at the end of this movie, uh, it was like you know why Wonder Woman be looking at Superman and Batman saying you guys know why I don't have problems with like my villains of the past because I handle it. <laughs> I think that's what you told me because she's like I handle it. And yes. clearly she handles it because there's nobody left. Bro, yes. If you look at, at at some point, I'm pretty sure at some point with each of Wonder Woman's villains, she takes them out permanently. Like, she's not about that whole, like, let me put you in prison, see if you'll, you know, rehabilitate. Yeah. No. Nah, she has she knows you're gone, bro. And that's like, I'm just, I'm not saying change up the comics. I'm just saying Batman spent a little more time with Wonder Woman see if you can learn a thing or two, bro. Because all, all I'm saying, bro, if it was me and Joker killed my surrogate son. Oh, he's dying. Yeah. Jason would have had nobody to come back to being all mad for. I'd be like, oh, I handled that day after, bro. Day after. I got his teeth homie in was, jar. Homie was gone, bro. There was not a trace of him on this earth. But nah, he came That's back all I'm saying. still killing people. Uh, that's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I'm not saying Batman should go around killing because, you know, Batman versus Superman, he don't do that. But <laughs> all I'm saying but is every now and then, saying. one of them deserves to die. Uh, <laughs> and we go <laughs> we go from there and we got the Themyscira where, like, Queen Hippolytia, I'm bad with names. Hippolyta. Hippolyta. is checking, uh, they're checking on the mother box because they're like, this thing's shaking, it's awake, something's wrong. And that's when Stephen Wolf first comes in. And in this cut of the movie, Stephen Wolf looks so good. He doesn't look like a giant gray man with horns. He actually looks like a giant, like, metallic demon. being. Straight demon. up demon. <laughs> yeah. And basically, he comes through and... They try to save the mother box, so she's the queen's running out with it, and they try to stop him by literally blowing the building off the side of the cliff to like let it sink into the ocean. But that does not stop him, for he comes up and he's just axing down Amazonians. Yo, can we talk hmm. about that scene, bro? Like, one of my only issues with this movie was that scene specifically, bro. It was just, it was just that portion of the movie where it was just like regular time slow motion regular time slow motion regular time slow motion regular time slow motion yeah and i was just like yeah. pick one please just pick and, one uh, you know at first i didn't see what you're talking about because i was like i was just so deep into the movie like i didn't notice it but like i think i think larry said he saw it on ign i saw it on twitter it was like every time there's a slow-mo there's slow motion and then the Amazonians uh, doing like a little chorus in the background, and I'm like, you know what? Another part, yeah. mention it. I see it a lot. I get it. But I, yeah, but in terms like, of it, slow motion, 
uh, what I was saying about IGN earlier was they did like they did an article. I didn't fully read it, but basically they had one of their uh, people do the math that ten percent of the movie was in slow motion. That's yeah. that's too much. That's yeah, too much. Pretty, See, pretty it's much like just, yeah, it's different if you use slow motion to like um, emphasize a movement, like three hundred, like three hundred. It'll do that whole like regular time slow motion, but like that slow motion is like it's like a kick or a punch or like a sword slash. It's not like regular time. Oh. Then you then you have a scene in slow motion, like a whole scene like, in slow yeah. motion. Yeah, I then you go about. back. Yeah, it's, I get what you're talking about. It's like uh, with 300, it's like it's like a, a normal punch, and then it's like slow motion for like two seconds. Right, right. It's just like just enough to be like, oh, boom! You saw what happened there. Yeah, hurt, Back right. to what he's doing. Right. It's just to emphasize one specific movement. But this was just like, oh, Stephen over Wolf. Stephen Wolf comes out in regular time, and then they start like the whole fight breaks out in slow motion. And it'd been different if it was like from her perspective, like she's just watching everything happen and it's in slow motion. But no, she's moving in slow motion too. And I was like, "This, what are y'all doing here? What is going so, on?" So I, fun fact, do you know who the director of Three Hundred was? Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah, it was Zack Snyder. So, so he got a little. We could. It's safe to say he got a little carried away. He got a little slow motion <laughs> happy. No, yeah, like, I'm not mad. Was. I'm just saying what was going on, bro. He was uh, like uh, Pedro Pascal from One Woman in 1984. It's good, but it can be better. That's just adding more and more slow motion. Listen, a four-hour movie, you're allowed one mistake. That was your one mistake. <laughs> just That was your one. We'll let, it, we'll let it go. We'll let it go. I just wanted to. I think I, the movie would definitely be uh, shorter without all of that. So I maybe three hours and 30 minutes. No, three hours. 45 minutes, maybe, without Poss- all that slow motion? Yeah. Possibly. I'm not sure how much it would actually, like, if Pretty much, pretty much doing the math would just, you just take, take the time it takes for them, all the slow motions, take that total time, divide by the entire movie, boom, there you got it. That's math, I don't really want to get into math. Well, you, okay. really, you really just have to take four hours, times it by 10%, take that fucking product, and then subtract yeah, it from four go. hours. Yeah. But you know what the slow motion didn't help? They still got their asses kicked and they lost that mother box. Yeah, they did. Despite all the slow motion, Stefan Wolf still came in there. He killed people and he got that mother box. And he's basically oh. like, okay, the end's coming. Bye. The way, he, the way he killed them was disrespectful. Disrespectful. It was bad. I I I like this movie. <laughs> I do. I like this movie. Disrespect. But so that's the end of uh, part one where they plan to go and light the single fire to show like Diana that an invasion is coming. Yeah. Which happens in this part two, Age of Heroes. So we get in and Stefan Wolf. So Stefan Wolf chooses an old abandoned Russian nuclear silo to service his main base. And that's because, like, the air is toxic. He can use all that, like, negative energy to make his thing stronger. Um, it's not fully explained. Or at least that I didn't catch. But, um, so after he does that, he sends out his parademons to find the wrecks of the boxes. And he calls, um, Desaad, who's another one of Darkseid's, like, right-hand men. And he's basically just saying, like, I'm sorry, I'm doing better. Tell him, uh, tell him I'm doing his will. And Assad's like, yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, basically, Desad this whole time calls Stefan Wolf. Just he's like, yeah, you're yeah, a he, failure. You're he, he, he's basically a fuck up. Yeah. Um. So we go from there, and then we have like Bruce's uh, Bruce Wayne's looking for Barry Allen, the Flash. They get an idea that he's in Central City, and then the main driving force of this whole thing, when he's talking to Alfred is that he made a promise to Superman on, death, on his deathbed that he would make sure, like, he would fight. He'd keep everything safe. Right. And so, so far, he's doing a pretty good job of that. And we, we go from there, and then we get uh, Silas. Uh, Silas Stone. It's uh, Victor Stone's Cyborg. Yeah, yeah Cyborg's, Cyborg's dad. And he's working at Star Labs, and he leaves to go home. A parademon breaks into the lab because it smells Mother Box energy, but it's not there. As we come to find out, um, Victor Cyborg has it in his house. He has it in a closet somewhere. Yeah. My man just got a whole Mother Box chilling in his apartment, bro. He's like, it's fine here. It, I, I talk to him he's, sometimes. He's, he's like, I don't know what this is, bro. It's just chilling, bro. It pays rent when it needs to. Like, come on. Yeah, you know, it's it's here. <laughs> um, we get that. Then we get the, the Amazonians lighting the warning fire they talked about. That Diane to tell Diana that invasion's coming, and we also get to see here that in modern times she's like an art restore historian something. She's like working on a statue and an amazing working, white dress. Is it the Smiths? No, the Smithsonian's in Washington D.C., isn't it? Yeah, she's working at like a big museum, pretty much. Sorry about that. We had a quick. Uh, digital hiccup, but we're back now. Yes, and so if I can go back to, I guess what I was saying is that uh, what we saw in uh, Wonder Woman 84 was that she was uh, working like for museums and stuff like that, which I find it, you know, a little odd because, you know, your co-workers age and you don't, maybe she'd like quit after a certain amount of time. And like change your age and something. Well, we don't, we don't know like what's been going. On. Like she probably had other jobs. Uh, yeah, but like in '84, she was like the same thing. You know what I mean? She's still no, with the museum. I haven't seen '84, so no, I have oh, no okay. idea what you're talking about. Uh, in '84, she was with museum, so I'm just assuming she's just going from museum to museum. Pretty much. If we, I guess I don't know what's canon at this point. Um, we can basically think that she's just going to different museums and stuff because she's lived through all of it so she right. can tell and uh, you know speaking of you know wonder woman canon we get a new person in the mix uh we're introduced to ryan Choi. is it i'm saying that right right ryan Choi. i'm fairly certain that's the pronunciation of it okay and you know in the comics he's adam well, we don't know that's Ryan Choi yet. We just know. We just know like he's working with Silas, right? In, in Star Labs, I think this is Star. Yeah, Star Labs. No, I'm pretty sure we do. I'm pretty sure at this point he says um, Doctor Choi. That's not okay. enough to go off of, though. Yeah, it's not enough to go off of. We we find out like at the very end that it is Ryan Choi. Okay. So I guess spoilers, but we're spoiling everything anyway. Yeah, yeah, it, it's Ryan Choi who in the comics is the first Adam. Yep. Um, you know, he's basically asking about you know what the intruder may have looked like, and a bunch of uh, staff members at Star Labs were abducted, and I think this is where they show the picture of 
Batman. Oh, hold on. Like, nah, this is the scene yeah. where we find out Ryan Choi, a real one. Because when the cops are questioning Silas, Ryan's like, hey, 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 listen, we we don't know nothing about nothing. Something was taken forever ago. It was just misplaced, actually. It wasn't even taken. We don't know nothing about nothing. Exactly. We, we need you to go. Yeah, Shout like, outs to the boy, Ryan. Shout outs to the boy, Ryan. And, uh, you know, upon, upon all that happening, uh, Silas warns his son, Cyborg, a.k.a. Victor, that, you know, he might need to move the mother box because people are coming for it and he should put it to a safe place. Um, is, but Cyborg uh, doesn't want to hear any of that. He doesn't want to hear still, none of that. He's still, like, mad at his dad for what he turned him into because and he still sees himself back, as a monster. I'll get back into that later. And uh, so um, then, oh, go ahead. Also, one thing, they were showing that drawing of, like, the parademon that looked too much like Batman. That demon did not look like, I, look, I'll get, I'll get into it after we finish this part, I'm telling you. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so it, much it, it, looked, so, it did look like Batman. Yeah, so we'll get back to that. So, you go, we go from that, so let's talk with uh, his son. Diana finds an old tomb telling the original war that happened when Darkseid invaded uh, Earth. So, like, the original war. Um, Aquaman comes back into the scene because he saves this dude from a ship from a shipwreck basically takes him into the local bar slams him down on a table takes a bottle of whiskey and he's like yeah it's on him and Aquaman he goes down shit. yeah because Aquaman's a badass in this movie and this is where like we also partially get stuff about like he doesn't want to go to Atlantis because of all like his birthright he doesn't believe want to do it also because it's like he felt his mother abandoned him and stuff like that so he doesn't want to honor any of that stuff right which we also get through um his name's volko who's uh, Volko. Willem Dafoe. uh green goblin from the original spider-man trilogy exactly um but he's basically just arthur he's like go protect the mother box that's what you need to do uh stefan wolf comes switches to stefan wolf and he's talking to Desad again and that he's like, I have one of the mother boxes. I'm working on the other one. And then Desaad's like, okay, you can still do all that, but you're you're still a fuck up. You're not gonna you're not gonna get back here. Basically, um, he was like shunned or uh, outcast. He's an outcast, yeah. I guess. Which we'll come to learn at one point he betrayed them. But he's like, I I realized my wrongdoing. He's like, I just he was begging basically to come back. To sit by dark side betrayed dark side what yeah bro like, I, okay bro let's stop bro come on what was you th- you see what my, you see what your man is doing out here this man is conquering whole plans and you thought you was big bad and ready like that dark side come on man nah come on man <laughs> and then we cut to bruce and diana we have a little chit chat about upcoming invasion and stuff like that uh, Diana, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and they tell it tells him, you know, she go basically goes over the story of how, uh, you know, the Amazonians, old gods that that were on Earth, uh, regular humans, uh, somebody from the Lantern Corps. I'm pretty sure it was just one. She says Lantern Corps, but it's literally just the Green Lantern. Of well, yeah, because uh, with the Green Lanterns, how it's typically supposed to go, you know, not since you know the comics started, but how it's typically supposed to go, it's one Green Lantern per sector. So yeah. seeing only one Green Lantern at that battle made sense. So, it did. So the one Green Lantern, um, the Atlanteans, and am I missing anybody? I think that's everybody who, uh, you know, joined forces at the time to fight in this war. And, you know, Darkseid was looking for the anti-life equation, which I'll ha- I have questions about that. 
um, and then he uses the mother boxes to destroy the worlds. And you know they're 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 fighting. Dark side is getting his ass beat in this in this war. You know you know Earth Earth hold it down. You know what I'm saying? We go hard on Earth, and and <laughs> we learn that this is when they divide up. <laughs> this is when we learn. You know they divided the the three mother boxes. Uh, the Amazonians took it. The Atlanteans took it, and then. The humans, along with the old gods, took the box as well. Yeah, some like Lord of the Rings shit. And that concludes part two. And whoa, whoa, hold on. He says old gods because Darkseid is technically a new god, right? Yes. Yes. So I, in my notes, old gods, that's basically, it was Ares, Zeus, and I think those were the only two that were there. Yes, uh, oh, Ares yeah. and Zeus are the only two old gods that were there. Yeah. Um, I thought I saw Hercules or something, but I, I'm not too sure. Well, Hercules was never a god. He was like a demigod. Uh, in or, uh, DC, I think Hercules is a god. Is he? I, I can't exactly remember. Yeah, in, in, in actual mythology, Hercules is a demigod. But in uh, yeah. in DC, I think Hercules is a god. Like, yeah, he's, he's a fictional yeah. Olympia god in DC based on the okay. Greek demigod. So, like, it, dissecting part two, like, the thing that I had a problem with was that whole parademon thing. Like, the man literally drew up Batman. Am I even going to hold it down? I'm like, there, there's yeah, no he Batman. He drew Batman. The parademon looks nothing like Batman. Like, a parademon is basically a giant insect with, like, sharp teeth and giant red eyes. Like, that's not what Batman looks like. There was no pointed ears. He had bug wings. Like, I don't get how you just basically drew a bat out of an insect man. Like, come on now. I could have drawn a dragonfly, and that would have been more accurate than that picture. Like, that was my problem. Um, other there was that. Let's see. The fact yeah. that in the war... Yeah. Uh, we actually, I was glad we got to see a little bit more of the, the Green Lantern character because you actually get to see him try to fight off a little bit before he gets killed. Did that? Did he not fight in the first one? No, all you see in the first one is him swing through like for like a shot. No, because I think in the first one, the, the ring did like zips by as Steppenwolf like takes him down. Yeah, but you don't get to see him like actually fully get killed. It's kind of like off screen in a way. Sorry, not Seven Wolf, Dark Side. But oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, oh. if the Green Lantern Corps know about Dark Side, why wouldn't you set a whole squad? Yeah. I get, I get. One is supposed to hold down a quadrant, but it's a guy from a different universe who conquered that universe. So why would you not send a squad? Because I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. You want to know what it is? He's from the Guardians are stupid. Okay, that's I, I that's how every yeah. problem in Green Lantern all boils down to the Guardians are stupid. And and I've read some of the, I've fair. like read more Green Lantern comics than a lot of DC comics. I mean, I think the Flash would be like a close second. But like every problem, Marcus is right. The Guardians are dumb. I don't get why you have one in a sector. Like what? They're not. You, they ain't that strong. They're really not that strong. Hey, ho, so, ho, ho. Don't sleep on the lances now, bro. Maybe I mean I ain't gonna sleep on them, but like, yeah. let's say Superman went rogue. A Green Lantern's not stopping that. Like, come on. Uh, Multiple Green Lanterns. 
no. against Doomsday, a Green Lantern's not gonna stop Doomsday. Like I, I don't see how how Jordan was holding like. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but um, also one really big thing in this cut, we it actually is Dark Side. Or I think at this point he wasn't Dark Side. He was Euraxis or Eurax. It's Dark Side. Where he was voiced as Dark Side okay. or uh, told to be as Dark Side. In the in the first cut of this film, though, they had Stefan Wolf. It was okay. Or, that's why I was so confused. Yeah. It was Steppenwolf, but then they had actual Darkseid before he became Darkseid, which okay. makes a lot more sense that he was actually the one doing it originally. Okay, this makes a lot more sense. This, yeah. like, now you see, this is why I have no problems with this movie, or, or very minimal problems with this movie, yeah, compared to the first one, because it's like things didn't add up. Math wasn't mathing. <laughs> one plus one was mathing. not two; it was seven. And and I in this in this cut, you know, him him just straight up talking to uh what's it called? One of Darkseid's disciples. Him w- that wasn't in the first one, was it? No, him talking to Desaad. Him talking to Desaad like that that wasn't even in the first movie. So nah. like his reason for like doing the thing, his reason for like doing all of Darkseid's bidding despite being an outcast, which we didn't even know he was an outcast. Like, it makes sense now. It's like, hey, when can I come? Can you tell him, like, after this is done, I can come home? And he's like, huh, we'll see if you're worthy enough to even Well, no, 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 that wasn't, that wasn't, no. He never asked oh, that no. because he knew after, because he had conquered 10,000 planets. And he still had to conquer 10,000 more. So he knew what he had to do to get back. He was just, yeah. you know, giving them an oh. update. But like, hey, this is where I'm at on this planet, you know, trying to hold it down over here. I know I still got... Uh, uh, no, no, he didn't say that. He he did actually ask. He's like, ask yeah, Master like, if I, I can come back. Yeah, he, he he asked him. Can after you know if we get the planet back that you you know failed to get, can I have a word with him? Like I just want a word yeah, with him. A word and to Asad come back. Was, Yo, hold on. Asad was like, yeah, we we won't even. We'll see how you do, and we'll see if you even get graced with his eyesight, bitch. Like that. I was like, shit. Yo, Let him go home. So, like, my two things about this has nothing to do with like the actual movie, but like, just my two things with Stephen Wolf's character, <laughs> homie. You not gonna disrespect and betray Darkseid to turn around and tell him, "Look, bro, I did something you couldn't." So, like, yo, you trying to let me come back home? <laughs> nah, Darkseid, not the one, bro. bro you could do that with any. He's implying it. You're right. He implied it heavily. Like, hey. I'm out here making moves that you couldn't make. Dark side would let me come home him himself. <laughs> you lucky yeah. your homeboy was looking out for you and tell him what you said, because that'd have been your whole life, bro. Uh, so that's that's part two in a nutshell. Yeah, and we moved on, and we move on now to part three. Oh, beloved also, mother, beloved son. Okay. Quick, quick thing about that last thing. The first thing that you had said, like the reason for making that whole thing was, it's basically like him making like a a, a fort or an altar. Like that will be where Darkseid like resides, pretty much. Yeah, like, he, he's like, yeah, something like that. So oh, yeah. just it's explained later on, um, but just briefly, how. They conquer worlds is basically they take the power of the mother boxes and the other things and they make like a copy of their home world to where it's basically inhabitable by only 
dark side and like his fellow parademons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So apocalypse on the way. Apocalypse. But But beloved mother and beloved son in part three. Yeah. Sorry. So this is when we get introduced to Barry Allen. Yes. Who's applying for a job at a pet store. (laughs) Um, and like he has, he's walking in the store when he first lays eyes on Iris West. We don't know she's Iris West, but we know she's Iris West. We can just look up the IMDb. Um, and like it's it's love at first sight with them too. And then she's like trying to drive away as the truck driver is like trying to grab his burger and rams into her. Her car flips. And we get our actual first, like, flash accent sequence. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on, and, hold on. The truck okay. doesn't ram into her. Because if the truck rams into her, there would have been no safety. Okay, she rammed, rammed into, into the, the truck. Yeah. She, yeah like, she much, rammed yeah. into the truck. Which caused her to flip somehow. I'm not sure how physics work. Uh, well, I'll she, her... You get through the part. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain okay, it. You got it, you got it. So, basically... Barry goes to save her, which is an awesome scene. We get to see how powerful he actually is. Because as he runs, the glass breaks, the concrete like crumbles at his feet. But then he also turns it creepy by just staring at Iris for a good hot nanosecond. <laughs> like well, eternity to him. I see what you I see what you did there. My man said a good hot nanosecond. <laughs> and also, at one point, he grabs a hot dog, which was super weird, but then he used it as diversion as to, like, give the dog in the pet store something. But then, like, all this happens, and he's standing there with Iris. Not in super speed, like, not in, like, the, the speed force. He's just staring at her, and he was like, ah, and he speeds away. This has got to mess her up. <laughs> and you know after that scene we get into Steppenwolf who uses uh, mind spiders which was kind of freaky uh, to extract some poor Atlantean uh, info uh, you know he's basically like you know I'll never betray you know the Atlanteans I'll rather die before I tell you this and then the spiders go into his mind and like say hey you know you already did and Steppenwolf's like hey you already told me we go from there. Bruce leaves to meet Barry. Diana leaves to meet Victor. This is their way to try to like build up the team. So they're splitting up the work. And we actually, this cut of the film, we actually get to have backstory for Cyborg. And we actually get a story for Cyborg. Yes. Um, and here, you know, we see that he was basically a stock football player, you know, boy genius in high school and whatnot, um, who wants to make his dad proud. Um, uh, and then during this football game, you know, he does a great play and his dad's not there because he's too busy with work, you know, typical, uh, dads at work trope. Um, and you know, he's with his mother, he's arguing with his mother about his dad and an, a car accident happens where his mother doesn't make it. And it leaves cyborg, uh, you know, torn where it's just his torso, um, and his arms, which are cut off. Or one arm left that's yeah. that's cut off, and an eye missing, um, and Silas, you know, trying to keep <laughs> Silas trying to keep his son alive. He's like, you know what? 
I'm gonna take this mother box. I don't know what it does, and use it on my boy. And he does that, and you know, lo and behold, it works. It doesn't work the way he wants and it to. Oh yeah, we got cyborg. Yeah, we got cyborg. Oh yeah. Um, Which it's go ahead. We'll we'll get into it, but it's it's yeah. a sad backstory. It is. Oh, cyborg has one of the saddest backstories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like that is just it... rough. We go from there and. We still see Silas trying to, like, talk to Victor some more, talk to his son, but he's still kind of like, I, you see what you made me, and you're gonna try to talk to me? Like, try to have a heart-to-heart moment? I don't have a heart. I, or, no, he would still yeah, have a heart. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, like, this isn't, like, a real heart or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, he leaves him a tape, Silas leaves him a tape recording as he, like, goes to go back to work, Um. Basically, the he only listens to half the tape before he destroys it. But this talks about like what he is capable of, the powers that he has, and we just we get to see how powerful he actually is because he can like oh. hack into anything. And like me, let's say Cyborg gets a pretty good, uh, you know, a pretty good story in this movie. Things that we should have seen. Um. And, you know, fast-forwarding uh, with Barry Allen, the Barry Allen visit with Diana. Uh, or not, sorry, not the Barry Allen visit. Barry Allen is visiting his father in jail. Um, and he basically wants to prove his father innocent, you know, the whole Flash trope. Um, here's yeah. where we, you know, I think we get hints of, you know, his father never really killed his mother. It was the reverse Flash. Yeah, so like this that. this is kind of like his slight origin story. We don't know, like, how he's become the Flash, but we know why he's pursuing, like, criminal justice, like, why his dad's in jail. Because, like, his mother was murdered. They think it was his father, but, like, Barry was like, no, it wasn't him. Um, and, like, we move on from there. We get to where Bruce actually tracks Barry down. He's, like, sitting there in his lair, and he's, like, basically, he's like, I know you're the Flash. <laughs> Yeah, and here, uh, once he says, oh, I know you're the Flash, you know, Barry tries to deny and whatnot, where here we have Bruce throwing his Batarang at Bruce, or not at Bruce, at Barry, and, you know, he slows down time, sees the Batarang, and, you know, puts two and two together with his super speed thinking and says, oh, you're Batman. And Bruce is like, and you're fast. He was like, yeah, it's an oversimplification of nothing. Um... We also get, like, a really good reference. He's, like, uh, asking about his skills. He's, like, I know Gorilla Sign Language. Yeah, I like that. Not to Gorilla Grodd. Oh, yeah. One thing... Okay, so, like, I haven't seen the original Justice League movie, uh-huh. but I have seen the trailer. And I do know in the trailer, when Barry goes into his, like, lair place, whatever, and Bat- like Bruce Wayne's sitting there, and Bruce Wayne goes, I'm Bruce Wayne. I do love the line that Barry gives, and he's, like, that you think that explains why you're just sitting in my room? And, like, I wish oh, yeah. I would have been in here, but it wasn't. And I was like, ah, okay. Well, it's something it my. No, he didn't say that in this movie. He, he didn't says, say that. that doesn't explain why you're sitting here in my second favorite chair. Yeah, he says it doesn't ex- – yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get into it because I, I remember what he says exactly. He didn't say that in Snyder Cut because I was looking for that. He didn't say it. Oh, he did. No, he, he did. did. Yeah, he did. He said that doesn't explain why there's a total stranger in my room sitting in the dark in my second favorite chair. Like, yeah, he he says that. That may have been the three or four minutes you passed out. 
No, that wasn't, that wasn't the part I passed that at. Thank you very much. Um, sorry, just making little grapes. All right. But then we jump back to, uh, you know, um, Alfred and Deanna, or is it Diana? Diana. Diana. I'm bad with names anyway. It's so Diana. Wonder God, Woman. Come on, bro. <laughs> Alfred and Wonder Woman are seen in the Batcave. You know, I see Larry has in his notes that Alfred gets a little T defensive, which I love it. Because Alfred's yeah. that dude. She said they're trying to make tea, and he's like, ah, you're doing it wrong. Basically backseat driving. <laughs> and uh, he explains to Wonder Woman that I am trying, I, I like your gauntlet ideas where it absorbs kinetic energy. I'm going to do that for Batman's suit. And, you know, he tries Whoa. it by using a gun, a yeah. gun from one of uh, Superman's ships, and blasts the gauntlet, and it works. She actually makes a pretty good line here because, like, Batman gave him the idea. He's like, oh, you should do this. And she's also like, ah, oh, you should also try working on a lasso. In black, of course. Yeah, that's funny. Um, uh, correction. Gun. He does say it. I, did, I looked it up. He says oh, it. He okay. says it. <laughs> we got our uh, note. What? Yeah, your fact checker. That's it. Fact checker. <laughs> uh, uh, they want and basically, yeah, we go from this and Diana one meets Victor. They're sitting there talking in the streets as he's like kind of blacking out the area, which is really cool. That just shows he can like affect the electrical systems. And they were like, we want, she's like, we want you to join the team. But he's like, I can't, like, I'm not, still not opening myself up to the world. And basically she gives him a whole um, speech about like why you should do it. Use your powers for good. Realize who you are. And And I think while all this is going down, uh, we get a small scene explaining uh, that they can superheat for an alien material which we'll get into a little later in the movie. And it leaves a huge heat signature on this stuff. Yeah, so they're uh, able right, to track it. Right. Hold and on. right after returning home, Silas gets abducted by a parademon, which happened in this part, not the previous part. That was my bad. Hold on. Can we go back to that scene where uh, Diana's talking to uh, Cyborg? Uh, so uh, my... We, we can go back after the part real quick. We're, oh we're all Bro, this is how we dissect it so we don't get caught up. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're, we'll move too fast. So, Seth, we get a scene, Seth, a uh, small scene, introduces J.K. Simmons as Jim Gordon. He's talking a little bit. He comes back in the next part. But yeah. Seth Wolf comes to Atlantis, and this is basically where he comes in. We get a huge fight scene of him fighting Mera. Uh, Mera puts up a decent fight. She, like, tries to, like, drain blood from his body. Um, but that doesn't work. He crazy. throws her aside. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, because I think what you guys said during the movie, she's a bloodbender. Uh, yeah. And then Aquaman comes in, but like they fight a little bit, but Seth Wolf still gets away with the box and leaves them kind of just like, ah, shit. And basically, this the part ends with Seth Wolf having two of the three mother boxes, and he uses the power to like erect a giant barrier around the around their hideout. And that is the end of part three. Yes. So yeah, uh, let's let's get into it. Um, the Iris West part was creepy. Not even going, not even going to lie. The whole this is where you put your slow motion to the test. This is where slow motion is key because you're super fast. That's a fact. But the the whole now the hot dog thing, I get it. But him staring at her for a hot minute in slow motion, I was like, mm, that's, that's, that's creepy. Real, my man. This is this is this is creepy. You get they could have 
dying, like like shorten the time he stares at her and then like okay save her life i i get it and the whole like oh he he like looks at her after saving her life i think i i don't, I don't see nothing wrong with that part because after you save somebody's life you're just like you know every superhero does it i've seen it i've seen spider-man do it i've seen yeah you know, I've, I've seen it where you just save someone, you stare at them for a bit, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm a superhero, and then you run away. Yeah. I, I get it. I, I just love for the fact that he's, like, because he's still entranced with her because he's, like, and then he's, like, oh, wait a minute, and then he speeds away. She sees this. I'm just saying, oh. that has to mess her up. She's going to be constantly searching for this man now. And that's where the Flash movie comes in, and I can't wait for it. But the next scene where we, you know, go to Cyborg's story, which was not in the first movie. This is why um, the guy who plays Victor, what's his name again? Ray Fisher. This is why Ray Fisher was so upset with, uh, was it, Joss Whedon? Yeah. He was so upset with that dude. Because... Well, one of many reasons, but yeah. Uh, yeah, one of many reasons. Uh, and I won't get into that because a whole other thing in itself that deserves a podcast like, Cyborg was definitely underrepresented in this movie. The man had a good story, one of the best stories out of all of them. Wait, in this movie or the previous one? In this movie. In Cyborg... Snyder Cut? Oh, sorry, no. Cut. Underrepresented in the previous movie. Oh, I was about to say, yeah. what? Yeah. But in this in this movie, he got so much story. Like, you, you, you were like, I don't know if the whole high school thing was brought up in the first movie. I don't think it was, no. So, like, you get to figure out that he's, like, a boy... Like, he's smart. He's smart as shit. And he's a high schooler. And and you find out how he even gets in that accident in the first place. Like, what? We missed all of that in the first movie. And, yeah, yeah, like Marcus said, Cyborg's story is one of the saddest stories. Next to Barry Allen's, it's... it it's it, Again, like, him and The Flash are neck and neck with, with just how sad their stuff is. Like, it, it's crazy. You will always get a reference to how sad uh, Cyborg's uh, backstory is. Even Teen Titans did a reference to how sad, uh, multiple times, a reference to how sad, um, what's it called, uh, Cyborg's backstory is. Yeah. Yeah. So I get why he's mad with his dad. Like, imagine, like, you wake up and you're just like, yo, what is up with my face, my body? You're like, at that point, you'd wish death upon yourself. Like, you just don't want to live. Like, I get it. I get his dad, like, wants, wanted to save him, but nah, I don't know how I'd feel about that, man. It's it crazy. doesn't help, and not to get on, like, a whole, like, like justice system, like, trope and whatever. Not to, not to harp on that, but, like, it doesn't help that Cyborg is a black man in America looking like a Cyborg. <laughs> like, that does not help his case it doesn't help. at all. <laughs> at all. Like, he already didn't have the best time. And now he's a it's cyborg. In, it's in this part that, that we we see that uh, his dad, like, like he helps his friend out with the money thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yo, when I found out that Cyborg had all of these capabilities, I was like, hold up. I didn't know he could do some of this stuff. Yeah, like, Bro. the man legit, like, thoughts into, like, the ATM and just puts a stack of money. There is a like God. There is a just like just to like like just emphasize like how crazy Cyborg is. There is a storyline in DC Comics where Darkseid finally gets his hands 
on the anti-life equation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, Cyborg was connected to like the anti-life equation, right? So after like doing some messing around with Cyborg, the anti-life equation goes into Cyborg, right? And because it goes into Cyborg, he gets like something happens on the ship, right? Cyborg gets shot back down to Earth, right? As yeah. soon as he touches down on Earth, because he's Cyborg and he's literally connected to every ah, single yeah, piece of electro- yeah, like electronics man. on yeah. Earth, anybody using any electronics is instantly turned into like a zombie-like being, right? That's... And like it's oh, like man. yo, that's so. That's such a creative way, like, especially like, in modern days, to, like, depict yeah. that. Because, like, I'm not saying, like, that could happen, but, like, if it did happen, whole world gone. Whole world <laughs> and, gone. And that's the crazy thing, like, Cyborg has this, he's he's so unique, because, like, yes, he's also, he's, he's machine, he's alien tech, but at the same time, he's also human, so he controls, like, the machine doesn't influence his human side, I mean, it does. But at the same time, he can influence the machine side because it's it's biotechnology. So like, yeah, it, it's all him. You know, it's crazy. It's a similar and thing to like Blue Beetle. Facts. Yeah. And the and and the and the, the 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 crazy part is we didn't get this. We didn't get the concept that how strong Cyborg really was in this movie and just all together. And I I will never forgive that first movie because of that. It was at this scene I couldn't forgive the first just movie. Just a rough estimate, in the original movie, he was really only in like five scenes and then the end. The only thing I knew, the only thing I knew is that, oh, he had the back computer, so I guess he's pretty good. Like, that's that's it. But the like when his dad explains everything, it's like, what? Yeah. Mans can control nuclear launch codes? Just with a thought? Yo, get out of here with this. Okay. Uh, quick fact check. When uh Barry saves Iris, um, and he puts her down and he looks at her real quick, um, he's still moving too fast for her for her to notice him. So when he zooms away, she has no idea he was there. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. She she's oh. like like she doesn't stop. Like as soon as he touches her, she doesn't like get absorbed into the speed force or like whatever's going on and moving as fast as him. That's not what he's doing. He just saved her, put her down, looked at her real quick, and then zoomed back into the, the pet store, because that's where he last was. Okay. So she had no idea she he saved her. I just want okay. to... I just had to fact check that real quick. Okay. Gotcha. Makes, I gotcha. I gotcha. My man Barry not out here slipping, bro. Come on, man. Don't do that, Sam. Don't do that, Sam. Um, I guess that's all I have to, like... For oh, this part, that no, was, that was I gotta, part. I gotta, I gotta say something. Y'all not gonna care about this in the slightest, but I do. Okay. What is it? So in this part, Diana talks to Victor, right? Yeah. Now, thing about characters, okay? Yeah. Costuming gotta be on point. At no point in this movie were Diana's costumes not on point. Oh God! Rocked everything. Yeah, rocked everything <laughs> she wore. My only. Only, oh only it's, it's tiny, it's very tiny. Oh my, my only issue felt like it would have been better. She has short hair, that's all I'm saying. I feel yeah. like short hair next level. How Who, far are we talking, How bro? We talking? Like, bro, I put the picture in the Discord the day we watched the movie. It's like, and I'm not talking like crazy short, like, I'm not talking like the short like, length to talk about. Like I'm not talking like Halle Berry Catwoman short. I'm talking like a shoulder length, a little bit above shoulder. That's all I'm. That's all I, I'm saying. I, that's all I'm I, saying. I get it. I, I get feel it. like, boom, that would have. 
who who no one was stopping her, but who was bro, gonna stop she's her? She's known for her luscious locks. Man. Bro, I you can still have luscious locks with short hair, bro. Come on, man. Stop playing. Yeah, yo, it's just a trope, bro. Is Wonder Woman never had short hair? At least, uh, at least to my knowledge. Uh, uh, there, there have been a couple of times where she has short hair. But it's like it's either really long or it's like like pixie cut short. I want the record <laughs> to state Gal Gadot is a goddess and she can't do anything wrong. All I'm saying is <laughs> short hair Gal Gadot. Rocking it, bro. What a kill! Come on, man. Stop playing me. Let's go to the next part. Maybe we could get you in in the uh the clothing department. What? 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 It's over, bro. Uh, I just see like she walks in. Marcus is just like, I got you. I girl, stop playing with me. (laughs) And now let's walk into part four. Change Change machine. machine. Yep. Yep. You know, you, one of those things you put in a dollar and you get four quarters out? Exactly. Boy. Hold on, hold on. Uh, hold on, real quick, real quick. I'm putting a picture that I just found of Gal Gadot with short hair. And this is what I'm talking about right here. Okay, okay. It's in the Discord. Just do it in there real quick. Just just real quick. Just real quick. Movie discussion? Okay. It'll be okay. over, bro. It'll oh, been Okay. Right? It'll be over. Okay. I, I, I can, I can okay, see that. okay, we can move on. We can move on. <laughs> My does, bad. She still does nothing wrong there. Okay. My bad. We can move on. Oh, Let's yeah, move on. Let's four. move on. Okay. Yeah, we're so, on part four. So we get Second earlier. We talked about Jim Gordon. We're back. Uh, we had the whole like bat signal light up, and they're like, "Oh, we have to go to that." So we get Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and eventually Cyborg. Meet Jim Gordon on the top of GCPD, and <coughs> excuse me. Uh, this is where they explain that like the paradigms are abducting people in hopes to get the boxes because like they can sell they can smell the scent of the boxes on the people, um, right? And so they're like they're gonna go find that, and all their clues lead them to their the people are in the Strikers Island, they're, like underneath of it in like the tunnel systems or the aqueduct systems. Anyway, yeah. just giant areas under there, and then they all act like Batman and vanish beside of the Flash sitting there, and he's like. Oh wow, they really just disappear like that. That's rude. And then he just runs out of there. Yep. Gotta love it. <laughs> and then we fast forward to where, you know, the group finds the abducted people and they go full on rescue mission mode. And, you know, they try to make a plan and whatnot. Uh and Steppenwolf is about to kill somebody. Um and right before, you know, he does it, he says, you know, he doesn't know where it's at. You know, he's not lying to you. And so Steppenwolf throws him against the wall. I'm pretty sure the dude is like, I don't think he's dead. I think he started moving, but he's he's, he's going to be rough for a bit. Um, <laughs> Silas comes up and says, you know, you can search me or whatever. And or no, he doesn't say that. He says, I'll never tell you. I'll die here, uh, you know, with the, without telling you. And he's like, hey, I can arrange that. And Cyborg's like, nah. He's, you know, he's like, no. And then, you know, they're, the plan goes to shit and they just got to start saving people. Yeah, he goes down there with his arm blaster. He does a little blah, blah. He uses a arm, a back arm, like crushes one of the mind spiders. And then, so basically in this whole fight scene, Flash and Cyborg, they're mainly evacuation team. Wonder Woman's taking on Steppenwolf. And Batman's fighting parademons. And here we see that Batman uses his 
uh, badass Nightcrawler, you know what I'm saying? To do some real damage, because he's just a man in a suit, to be honest. We get an awesome flash scene, you know, where he moves the debris that's about to fall on the group to rescue to rescue the, the people being rescued, and uh, as well as he pings one... Yeah. Rescue ease, okay. And then he, that a, he pings one word? Rescue sword ease. back to her. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. It's a word, that's it's... Re- the rescue word is rescue the rescuees. Is, are, are we sure that's okay? I'm 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 a I'm a it does it have it doesn't have a red light under it, so it, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um and you know, while things are crashing, you know, Wonder Woman's trying to grab her sword, he like, you know, with a flash and I didn't get to touch on this, but they do the flash right, man. Like how he just moves and his shoes get all fucked up because he's moving so fast. I love it. He he just gently touches the sword back to her because if you did it any other way, the sword would have gone through her with that speed. So oh, he yeah, does the right thing, and it's it's crazy. That's a slow-mo I love. I love Speedster's slow-mo. I need more of that. And then he trips and just kind of like falls a bit, which is also yeah. good. And then here we see Steppenwolf uh, uses a missile that Cyborg shot at him to break open a wall to the ocean. So I guess they're fighting under the little aqueducts at Larry. Yeah, like, this is like a second later, they all like fall down. Uh, Wonder Woman blasts him back with her uh, gauntlet stuff. Yeah. And Cyborg takes over the Nightcrawler, starts like shooting at him. But Steppenwolf takes a missile and blows open uh, the drainage thing. They're under Gotham Harbor. Yeah, pretty much the barrier that holds off the water. And the water is getting ready to... The, wa- the water seeps through, and they're trying to escape and whatnot. But here, you know, we get Aquaman in action. He has his trident and holds back the water. Which gives him just enough time to escape. He, yeah, has, just enough. he has a trident, not his trident. It's his mother's was... trident. Oh, is it? Because in Aquaman, yeah. he doesn't have the trident. Yeah, in Aquaman, he gets the trident. He gets the okay. King's so trident. He, okay, all right. So he has a trident. All right, all right. right. That, yeah, that might be a thing he added, but also that's not, that wasn't even a trident. There was because there were like four prongs. Okay, okay. I guess he, is, had a, he had maybe, a weapon then. Would it count as a spear then? Uh, hold on. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fact checker. I'm a fact checker. Because er, earlier in the movie, you have Volko trying to give him his mother's spear or trident. And uh, armor plate, which he eventually gets well, later. If it's his mother's, then the actual trident that he gets in the movie is a completely different one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, as, while Marcus uh, continues to fact check, I guess we'll, we'll keep going forward and we'll get that. Oh, uh, uh, the one he uh, uses in uh, Justice League Center Cut is uh, five prongs. Okay, so a five prong trident or just a five prong spear or whatever. I guess it would just be a spear? Okay. Because Trident is three, so I'm assuming it's just a spear. Yeah. And speaking of weapons, Steppenwolf uses the boxes to figure out that Earth is where the anti-life equation is. I'll get more onto that because I have a lot of questions on this anti-life equation thing. Yeah. Uh, Cyborg uh, has the only box left, as we've come to find out. Um, and last place he buried it, you know, last place he buried it was at his mother's grave, right? His grave. His, 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 his grave. grave was right next to his mother's Which, grave, but he buried it in his grave. I'll, and yeah. I'll get into that later as well. Um, the team goes to the Batcave to plan out a strategy on how to win the battle with the boxes. Victor explains how he came to learn about the mother boxes. 
and how it also came to bring him back the dead, uh, and which, you know, he's a product of that misuse. Uh, the boxes grant their owners massive powers to be able to rewrite and uh, change particles. Uh, they get the idea to use the power of the box to bring Superman back to life, which, you know, I forgot that that's how they brought him back to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, go ahead. And basically their mindset from this, we move forward. We get a scene where Martha Kent comes to visit Lois Lane, basically shocks to Lois about trying to get back in the world again and tells her you need to come back to the world of the living. Use mourning and your relationship with Superman to do something positive. But as Martha's leaving, she transforms into Martian Manhunter. That's a fact. And he changes to, and then he changes back to some, uh, uh like what officer, officer, or yeah. general, or something. So, and that's the end of part four. So, yep. with Martian Manhunter, we know he has some sort of like future knowledge. I, I don't know. Um, I just kind of, I guess breaking it down, there's not as much to break down here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say Well, you had your questions about the anti-life stuff, right? Yeah, what is the anti-life equation? What is that? Um, I I don't, I, I found it like hard to understand, like, what is it that he's using that for? You know? Like, I, I, I don't really get it. So, my uh, not... Oh, Mar- Marcus, you got this. Bro, you know I'm fact-checking. I got yeah. you. Um, so, at least... Oh, you got it? No, no, no. Give what, give what uh, you think it is, and then I will give, like, the actual definition of it. Okay, I just didn't know if you already had it pulled up or not, if I had a stall. Um, I Basically, it's like, you can use it to basically rewrite human code or just enslave everyone, I guess. Yeah, so okay. the anti-life equation is a trans transcendental mathematical formula originally said to allow those who knew it to dominate the will of any sentient race. Okay. That's crazy. Well, so, he right, that makes sense. everything. Yeah, so, it, you know, it's basically like the Infinity Stones of of DC, basically. Um, okay, because so, I was a little confused, yeah. and so that equation is on Earth. Um... That makes sense. Uh, I don't. Yeah, that's pretty much all it was. I don't get why Martian Manhunter was like trying to help out Lois. Maybe one of his powers was seeing the future or something. I'm, I think they can do that. They have premonitions or something. I'm not. Sh- I'm not exactly sure. I don't know much about Martian Manhunter. Um, okay. My only main knowledge comes from the Supergirl CW show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But they do have like I guess kind of foresight in a way. And they also have, like, ideas of, I know they have, like, old um, knowledge of things. So, in some way, he knows, like, what could happen or what could possibly happen. Right. Okay, that makes that makes sense. And I guess, you know, with that, we go on to part five. All the King's Horses. I like this title. I like this title. I really do. I do as well. Um, oh, let me, yeah. So, this is, like, it opens up and we get Justice League Grave Robber Cut. Because you have all of them in the graveyard about to dig up Clark Kent's body. And there's just good interaction between the people here. You Uh have 
you have Flash and Cyborg. They're like digging up the body, and he's like, you know, I could do this with like a nanosecond. And he's like, yeah. And then they just continue digging. <laughs> and, uh, he talks about like Superman. Flash talks like Superman was his hero, and then he was like, do you think? Uh, do you think Diana will go for a younger man? And Cyborg's like, she's five thousand years old, dude. Every young, every dude's a younger man. That's funny. Uh, and then her Arthur and Diana talk, and they kind of talk about like the hate that's been going on between their two like races forever. Yeah, I don't understand how they got into that. And I guess we can, I guess, to dissect these parts as we go a little bit since they're so kind of long. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get why the hate. Maybe they'll get into it in later movies or something, but I never understood. Yeah. Um. I I think it talks about it, but it's basically just some kind of like like war happened, and like that's why they started hating each other. Uh, okay. But we have, there's also a, like a foreshadow here. They're talking about like you don't you can't get power without something in return, and I think this is a great foreshadow of like what's going to happen with Superman if you bring him back. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I get it, you know. I don't, I don't I didn't see. I still don't agree with the whole consequences of bringing Superman back, but you know we'll 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 get into that at, in the epilogue. Yeah. Um. And then we also see, you know, Alfred is scared about what could possibly happen if they try to bring Superman back. You know, as we've been talking about before, and if they yeah. continue to try and fight seeing unstoppable, seemingly unstoppable villain. Um. To which I think Superman would just, or I mean, Batman would just, you know, bring out the Kryptonite again and yeah. shit. Well, no, they're right now the, the seemingly unstoppable villain. That's basically like Darkseid's army that's about to come. Oh, okay. Like, can you stop this? And he makes a point where he's like, "Don't wave the red cape at a Mad Titan." And Bruce is like, "We do when it's this red cape because they're talking about Superman. Like, Superman right. can stop him." Which and... is funny. Because, uh, I'll, I'll... No, go ahead, man. It's just funny because uh, Superman does not wear a red cape at all in this movie. No, <laughs> he does not. He has his black suit. In the first movie, he did. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just found that line highly ironic. <laughs> and so they sneak Superman's corpse into the falling Kryptonian ship, you know. Uh, and Silas, Silas uses an alarm to, you know, give the team some time to do what they got to do or whatnot. Uh, the Flash thinks he can use his powers to try and jumpstart the box to bring Superman back. You know, the old Frankenstein-style way. Uh, but we get an explanation that he can approach the speed of light. But it does weird things to time. Which, I'm so glad the Flash is getting everything that is needed for his character. Uh, and, exactly. Like, he's, like, basically going past that is when time starts reversing. As, like, you get to see, like, a couple, like, a couple little scenes... Um, oh yeah, towards the next part, I think maybe. Yeah, because you have that. Uh, you get Lois Lane going back to the memorial, which pretty much just sets her character to be there. And then they start trying to bring uh, Superman back. So Victor yeah. like hijacks the ship, and they're doing this thing. And the Flash like runs in. The whole the Flash is like running in to like charge the mother box to like hit it as soon as it hits the goo to like bring. Get a jump start to bring Superman back. Oh, Meanwhile, yeah, the, ship, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, the whole time Aquaman's like, I don't think this is a good idea. It, I mean, he's kind of partially right. Yeah, Aquaman. Aquaman pretty much is like, uh, not in agreement with this at yeah. all. Yeah. 
But the big thing is, as, like, the ship is preparing to bring back Superman and is saying, like, um, these things cannot be redone and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, the ship is basically warning him, saying, like, uh, he's, he, made a, he made a comment saying, the ship is pleading me for me not to do this, yeah. not to bring him back. Which, I don't, like, if, it's, if it brings him back... And, you know, he has his, okay, I guess it's warning him that, oh, your his mind is going to be different. But, like, it clearly it's it's not that big of a deal, you know, bringing him back to life. Like, if the, if the ship was like, oh, you know, his mind will come back, what's what's the deal? Like, I don't, I don't get why it's so worried about that. I think just everything, I, like, everyone in this movie has some kind of, like, future telling. Like, the, so does the ship, because it gives Victor, like, a premonition, ship vision. I don't know what, how to describe it at that point. Yeah, it gives him like uh, something into the like the possibility of what could happen for the future. Yeah. And this is where we see I, like, oh, go ahead. I don't think it's I don't think it's a whole like precognition thing. I think it's like it has to do with uh, you remember in Batman versus Superman, like how the uh, the computer was basically like, hey, this is stuff we don't do anymore. I think it just falls in like uh, under that category, like not bringing people back to life or like using mother boxes with kryptonian technology yeah like i don't think it was like oh like oh yeah i'm telling you don't do this because superman's gonna do this i'm just telling you oh, hey okay. don't do this because like hey you got mother box you got like apocalypse technology this is kryptonian technology you yeah. probably should mix the two together and then so basically they show him like this could possibly happen if you bring him back Okay. And I guess that makes sense because since the, the Superman's computer or whatever, Superman's ship is like, I want to say on, I don't want to say on par with the back computer because I don't know like how far it goes, but like its calculations are pretty on point. It, it, it can calculate, Oh, this is a possible future. You know what I mean? Like uh, you shouldn't do this. So I, I guess that's like what it was trying to say. And yeah, it shows, I guess this other future, uh, like Wonder Woman dies, Darkseid takes over the world, Aquaman dies, uh, Superman gets turned evil by Darkseid because he's in there holding a body, which is Lois Lane, uh, he's being consoled by him, which upon a second viewing, I think I sent this to Marcus earlier in a snap, Yeah. Uh, you could actually see he's in there holding Lois Lane, like her dead body, in the Batcave, because in the background you see like the charred Bat computer, and you see Robin's suit in the background. So it ties oh, together that know. something happened with like Batman doing it or tied yeah, to something it. Something happened. Something crazy happened. We also could see Superman rampaging as well as another dead Green Lantern. Uh, you, I see you put Kilowog down. Is it that the I, I did not see that man? I didn't see that. But like, yeah, I I'm trying to remember Kilowog. Isn't he like a the like a big brute type type? Yeah, he's yeah. The, um... He's basically a drill sergeant for the Green Lantern Corps. Oh, man, he's funny. I loved him. Kilowog was in the... in the movie? He was. He was, like, the big... He's, like, big and pink. I liked him in the uh, in the, in the the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish it was better, but, you know, I liked him. He, he was good. But, uh... You know, he was kind of like their kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going forward, uh... They were able to bring Superman back from the dead, but with a very, very bad case of amnesia because he doesn't remember anything that is going on. He's just a, basically a Kryptonian brought back to life who's in a strange world. Um, he's trying to figure things out, like, you know, what's going on. And then you have Wonder Woman 
Flash, Cyborg, and uh, AM. Aquaman. Aquaman, yeah. Uh, and they approach him, you know, all happy and whatnot. Uh, not really. They, they're they like serious face, like, yo, he just kind of left and uh, he's just looking at his uh, memorial site. Superman scans them, trying to figure out uh, who they are. Cyborg, you know, says this. And then all of a sudden you have Cyborg's internal system sensing a threat because uh, Superman, uh, the god that he is, is like, uh, these guys look kind of tough. Why are they in front of me, you know? So I guess he's getting a little on, on the defensive, which prompts Cyborg to get on the defensive uh, unintentionally. It's – it's. Uh, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'm, I don't want to use this kind of language in oh, the podcast. Oh, it's, it's not yeah. – trying to say it's a yeah. black man. Yeah, I don't want to – I don't want to – I didn't want to – you know where my thought process was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Continuing. 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 <laughs> Ah, so, yeah, so, uh, they get into a fight, uh, Superman's kicking the crap out of all of them, Cyborg hits him once and it kind of hurts him, but he's basically just throwing them around, he's, like, choking them, um, at one point the Flash tries to come up, but he's fast enough to, he's not as fast, but he's fast enough to see the movements, and he's able to fight him a little bit. One of my favorite scenes. Right, I love the fact that they depicted, like, even though Superman is fast enough, to like to see that the flash is moving and to like interact with flash and like how fast they're moving he's still depicted as being just uh, like just like slower that slower. flash can be like yeah. yo hey 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 come on man i'm not trying to do all that it's like he's Bro, man. It's like Superman's, like moving in water when i when i saw that the flash was like running up to him and then all of a sudden you see superman's eye I look at him, and then he's turning yeah. his head. Yeah, he I'm just, like, yo, this is turning. the scene. Yo, and I just love, like, the, that whole interaction. Like, Barry's still, like, what? confused he's on like, what's like, going what on. He's like, going yo, on? my man, you can't, you can't do my thing with me, bro. Come on, man. And it's still, like, Barry's thing. Like, that scene's still, like, even though he's confused, and Superman is still, like, somewhat keeping up with him, like, you can still obviously tell that like Barry is faster than Superman. Oh yeah, way oh, yeah. faster. I, I'm, I'm just so happy they did it this way. I, I think they did it in the first movie too, but this is this part made me so happy because I'm like, yes, you're doing it the right way. <laughs> this movie is so good. Side note: the Flashes should always be faster than Superman because if not, what's the point of having Flash? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please keep it that way. <laughs> Um, and as of right now in the comics, Superman is nowhere near close to being the Flash's speed. Not even a little. The comics bit. are crazy right they now. Are, they are. Oh my god, they're crazy. But we're not talking about the comics. We're talking about <laughs> Justice League center cut. Uh, the, the the fight continues. One Wonder Woman and Superman trade a couple headbutts, but Superman's second headbutt just impales her into really? the ground. Yo, she, <laughs> she ate that first one, though. Oh, yeah. She, like, oh, he oh, headbutted yeah. her, and she was like, yo, you fucking up my hair, bro. Like, chill. Like, Gal Gadot. Like, when I saw that, that headbutt by her, I was like, okay, this is the type of stuff that you like these superheroes for. And then you see you see Superman, like, he flies, and like, okay, okay. <laughs> Bam! I was like, oh. Like, oh, okay. Hey, 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 Superman. Hey, Superman. Real talk, real talk. Don't be, don't be sleeping on her. 
Don't be sleeping on her, bro. Just because mm -hmm. she a pretty lady, don't be sleeping on her, bro. She'll get down with you, bro. Don't do it. You better go all out. She's not the one. Did. As as the fight ensues, you know, we see Lois Lane saying, hey, stop. And, you know, obviously the love of his life, the quote-unquote key to a lot of things that I don't know what she's the key about, but the key to a lot of things. She triggers uh, a suppressed memory, you know, brings back his memory. So she takes, uh, he takes her, and she says, let's just go. And they go. They just dip. And I'm like, okay, oh. Lois, clearly these superheroes are trying to say, do something. They're trying to do something. They're the ones who brought your mans back. I mean, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll forgive that you probably didn't know that. You know what that scene reminded me of? Come on. That scene reminded me of, like, when you were in high school, right? And, like, two dudes is fighting. They, like, they like heavy brawling. Like, chairs are being pushed. Desks are being turned over. Like, heavy brawling. And that girl want to run in, run in the way after they get separated for a second. And she's like, no, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. No, no, don't look at Look at me. No, he's oh not God. usually like this. Look at That's what that oh scene reminded me of. But the whole time, I was cracking up. I was like, this is some high school right here. I was also cracking up during this scene, but for a different reason. So, mm. when Superman first came in, and then they all came in, it was just uh, Wonder Woman, Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman. So, oh, you yeah. know, Batman was in the background just he's hustling like, it, like, trying to get like, there. <laughs> my man running. He's like, yo, bro, I can't keep doing this, man. He's like, god dang it. I've been doing this mess for 20 years, bro. And gotta... the crazy part is, Batman is one of the big three. He he is the one who holds them down. Like it's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, and so, I loved it. And so you know, after they leave, coincidentally, Steppenwolf comes in and he realizes the mother box is here after yeah, the Kryptonian you, leaves. You know that man waited. You know that man waited. Like, I was like, he was in the he background, was like. Such a terrible time. Like, even with the memory loss, he could have killed Seven Wolf right there. He could have oh, done it. Bro. I gotta say something, but that's the latest scene. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> and, so, and so, like, in this whole time, like, we see that uh, Cyborg's dad, Silas, he grabbed the mother box and was going to, you know, superheat it. To try and destroy it. But either way, he... He locks himself in with the with the box as Cyborg is like trying to like stop Steppenwolf from like taking his father out and taking the box. He activates the superheating uh, gun or whatever. It was and, like a laser show from hell. That's what that was. And I was yeah. like, yo, this is one of the. This is a pretty sad moment as you see his father die. And like, bro, I looked at I looked at that and I was like, yo, don't show him. Don't show him dying. Don't show him dying. They showed his man dying. His eye literally twitched a different color. Slowly, and, too. And they showed that man like, dying slowly. I was like, bro, Cyborg's story just keeps getting worse <laughs> and worse. This hurts, man. And then he basically crumbles to dust from, from skin to meat and flesh to skeleton to dust. And the box isn't destroyed. It's just superheated. So at this point, I'm like, he did this for nothing. But then yeah. they explain that, oh, it's superheated. We can find the signatures to where he actually took the box. We're good. And so he didn't die for nothing. No, but, I did not. man. That's crazy. It's crazy. Just I was sitting there, and I was, like, watching this, and I'm like, they're not going to do it, are they? And all the lasers just started flying around. I'm like, this man's dead. 
there was no way he was getting out of that. I was that. like, bro, at least give him his dad. Like, uh, but you know, I guess Cyborg's a lone wolf. And then uh, Bruce Wayne makes the comment, you know, we can just find where that box is with one of my satellites. To which the Flash says, "You have a satellite," and then he says, "I got six. six. <laughs> See, and this that's is the end of part five. This is the Bruce Wayne stuff Marcus was looking for. Yes, yes, <laughs> this right here, bro. This like the snarky comments, bro. The like whole like, yes, I got money, bro. Like, stop. I am a, I am a trillionaire. They, they, we don't they did this do billionaires, movie, didn't they? Huh? They, did they, they did like some of that in the first movie. I don't right, know. Larry? I didn't I'm, watch I'm, it. I'm bro. asking Larry. But oh, they uh, didn't no. do it in uh Batman versus Superman. No, no, of course no, they did it. Uh, I'm trying to think from the original. I think the only line that like stuck around was like where he's like, "What's your superpowers?" He's like, "I'm rich." Hey, <laughs> that's, that's what I want to hear. That, that's yeah. another one. It's just like, see, that there are two characters in DC that have to make snarky rich boy comments that is bruce wayne and lex luther but we will get into that later <laughs> yes we will and so part six something darker something darker and here we know we go back to superman and lois back at the old kansas uh farm or whatever and uh, you know a little talking a little reminiscing and uh you know he gets his memories back partly some of it uh mostly back um then the team goes deeper into the actual bat cave um, here we see Larry saying, I like how Bruce tells them he works for Alfred. Yeah. And that's how it is done. That's how it's done. Yeah. He works for Alfred because Alfred's that G. You know, oh, yeah. Alfred's Hold on, bro. I almost missed that line. When he said it, I almost missed it. And then I thought, I was like, wait, did he just say I work for Alfred? Yeah, right, he worked for Alfred. Yeah. Stop playing with him. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. This is God. I don't know what it is, bro. This is my favorite Alfred. I, I, I just can't. <laughs> I love this man. And and then we just get a little, you know, a little funny moments. Uh, they find the evil base in Russia because of the box heat signature. Uh, Cyborg plans to hack into the Unity, which is the three boxes that form into one, to break them apart. Uh, he's willing to sacrifice himself to save everyone. Yeah, and uh, then and they, they united. Yeah, they make like little things like they never fought us united. A little corny. I think that was corny. Yeah, it was. It was corny. It, it was, was that it was corny, corny. Like, oh my goodness, together we can accomplish anything. Yeah, but it's, it's a it's a superhero movie. You're gonna get that. You're gonna get those lines. Yeah, you had that. And then we get to see uh, Superman as this symbol of hope and light. You know, all his mother comes to see, his mom comes to see him. Uh, a little get a little family reunion. Um, you know. Uh, and then Superman's Wait. like, oh, what? Did we talk about the scene where Lois is in her room by herself? What do you mean? When she's oh, in wait. her apartment? And the fact that she might be pregnant? Oh, yeah, the whole pregnant thing. We did not know, discuss that. I don't know where that... I don't know what I may have. I may have missed that, of, like, this writing notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a movie. She, like, reminisces over a picture, and in that picture, in that drawer where that picture is, there is a pregnancy uh test box test box yeah so, well so yeah. what she was looking at she was looking at her um daily planet badge like her okay. ID. this is right and, after she talked to uh martha aka yeah, martian manhunter and like right the badge was lying right on top of a, a pregnancy test and so it shows us she's pregnant do you guys have you guys read about what his plans were for that? No, uh, I don't know. 
So if Zack Zack Snyder was like, if I can have my like trilogy of Justice League movies, I hope so. The third one was going to be like way into the future, where their son, who would be named Bruce Kent, after like Batman, because Batman dies in the third one apparently, and their son would become the new Batman. I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about that either. But uh, that's just well, what I've been reading. We'll I, see. We'll I have see. issues. I have issues with that, Zach. Zach, I got issues with that. Seeing as how in a in an interview you said uh, for Batman versus Superman, uh, you killed off Dick Grayson. So I don't know how I feel about this this new kid coming to town, thinking he could take up the bat Batman so before any of the Robins. So yeah, and. Either way, she's, either way, she's Pregos. So, so, so yeah. Um, with I don't think Superman knows that yet. As he flies away, saying, "I'm not gonna go waste my second chance to you know I gotta go figure out why they brought me back and and whatnot." Um, and then we switch back to you know Bruce telling uh, Wonder Woman about the premonition he had. Um, he was sitting in this ch- in that exact chair that he was sitting in. And he's like, where Barry told him. Uh, that Lois is the key, you know, he had a premonition and the world was dark and, and whatnot. And he believes it is for something darker than what is going on right now, which I think that too, because this, yeah. this, I don't know, like, what's his name? Uh, uh, the Flash said he was too early in Batman versus Superman. He said he was too early. So, you know, maybe, maybe he, they're ahead of time. So, with that being said, Cyborg gets the flying ship working that uh, Bruce couldn't get working, I guess, and they head off to uh, the final fight in the island at the island yeah. or in, in the Russia base. But. The the Russian area. Um, we can do this. We see Steppenwolfy starting to like put the boxes together, but it's gonna like send some time. But as soon as he does, it still sends a signal across the world. So we see like the Amazonians, the Atlanteans. We see Alfred. We hear like the sound that. Oh, something bad is happening, and this is where uh, yeah. oh. um, go ahead, go ahead. this is where they go over like their plan. So Batman's going to go in; he's going to destroy the barrier while they work their way into the main area. Cyborg's going to hack into the mother boxes, all while the Flash runs around the area to create a large enough charge to boost Cyborg into the box, kind of like how he uh, brought Superman back. Right, right, right. And, and so this is basically their main um, their, their main plan, plan, pretty much. And uh, you know, as this is going on, Superman visits, you know, his ship. Uh, we get to hear the voices of his father, his biological father, and um, his stepfather, which, uh, what's his name again? Uh, something Kent? Joseph Kent, I think. Joseph Kent. Which I think Jonathan. Is a great Jonathan. Jonathan Kent. I think it's a great scene, you know, like how, like a little Uncle Ben scene, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. these are the people that influence you, even though your dad was gone your whole life, like, he's still here talking to you. I, I like that. I like the whole... Uh, was a Fortress of Solitude type thing. I like I like that that's that that's going on right now. Um, we see a bunch of different suits. All look great. All look great. I don't know why he chose the the plain old blue and red. I don't get it. When you have these awesome suits, but uh, you know, uh, we still get to see these nice suits. Uh, he uses his father's wisdom to decide to join the rest of the team to fight for Earth. You know, and we get a final. We finally get. The black suit, which I thought was gonna come back in the first movie, but it didn't. But the black and white suit looks really nice. 
I think it, it's I was, icing on the cake. I was so excited to finally see that he was in the black suit. And it looked so good. Because in the um, comics, when he comes back to life, he wears the black suit, yeah. doesn't he? I, yeah. I'm really just glad that they did the black suit without doing that hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Superman, the long should, hair. <laughs> Superman should never have a Jerry girl. Never, like, never, that's... Never. Come on, man. That was funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you giving Superman a jury curl? So then, you know, the plan is going as it should for the most part. Uh, we get a cool, you know, little action sequence. I love it. It's it's great. Is it is this where the shot comes in where you know Batman comes in on his on his little bat tank? Aquaman comes in and then the Wonder Batmobile? Woman. Batmobile. The Batmobile. <laughs> it, I don't think that was the Batmobile. It, it was, was the Batmobile. It was okay. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. I thought it was a different version or whatever, but um, anyways, they all like we get this nice little freeze frame, which this movie is good with. This movie's good for them freeze frames. I'm yep. with it. Yeah, and, that, that's uh, exactly this part. As they're just in there fighting uh, parademons, Bruce is mowing them down the Batmobile. Oh yeah, Wonder Woman's carving them up. Aquaman's just impaling them. The Flash is throwing them in the buildings. This this part, then the Aquaman fighting, you get to see how much of a badass. He really is, because this is this is a really good. Aquaman <laughs> was awesome. That man surfed amazing. on a parademon, and I I saw that, and I was like, that is some Aquaman type shit right there. He surfed him from the sky into the ground, and it was just amazing. Yeah, we will no longer refer to Aquaman as the you know blonde haired Ken doll looking dude. Nope, he is now Jason Momoa. This is your Aquaman. <laughs> I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> and so you know batman uh mainly fights off parademons uh snipers and shooters and whatnot while he protects the flash while he's doing his little run thing uh cyborg and aquaman and wonder woman mainly deal with steppenwolf who has gotten a bit of an upgrade you know since getting the mother boxes together which i don't understand well they kind of go in and like he turns to look at them and his eyes are like glowing blue and like, i don't I- I don't. I don't get it. Maybe it's like mother box forces that influenced him. I don't. I don't know. I, I have some, they gave him some kind of upgrade. I don't know. He was glowing blue and he was a little stronger. And then we get you know Superman visiting Alfred to ask some questions about what's going on, why did they bring me back, and all of that. And then uh, they aren't able to fight off Steppenwolf uh, enough to keep him from you know to keep him from Cyborg. But you know, as Steppenwolf's about to like bring the axe down. Superman comes in and it's like <laughs> the last second. The as man he literally does. the man literally takes an axe to the shoulder and is like not impressed. Brushes it off. This disrespectful. And you know he breaks his axe with a bit of uh, frost breath. I didn't see that. I didn't see the frost breath. Yeah, he turns and blows on it and then it like turns ice and he shatters it. I did not see that. I guess it happened so fast, but, like, you know, it's one of the superpowers he has. And, uh, you know, he proceeds to kick the living shit out of Steppenwolf, along with Wonder Woman and Aquaman, uh, part of which includes Superman's heat vision off of one of uh, Steppenwolf's horns. He cuts the dude's horn off. Like, Like, go, bro. Like, I didn't know Superman was was this much of a a brood. He typically isn't. He typically is. Well, like, he's, like, beating the shit. I was like, yo, bro. Like, yeah. don't you know what he's had enough? You're, like, wailing on him. Like, 
Yo, ease up, Boy Wonder. Oh, boy Scout, what are you doing? Boy Wonder, bro, you said this during when we watched the movie. Boy Wonder is Robin. Okay, I keep forgetting. Oh, my bad. I keep forgetting. <laughs> boy Scout. I keep trying to say bo- it's Boy Scout. He's like the Boy Scout of America. Yeah, like, that's what they call him, the Boy the Scout. Of this dude. I, I was like, I'm like, this isn't Superman. A, a, a part of me is like, something's definitely wrong with this man. Like this, like this man was getting pounded harder than Riley Reed on a daily. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. That was yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe you said it, but I. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, this the last part. However, that's where the plan, like, it goes to shit. Flash is hit by a rogue parademon shot. And like takes a really bad abrasion to his like rib cage. Oh and yeah, could have sworn I saw some rib there. I was like, ugh, that my man. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just got a little tired. And I was like, oh my man, really out here, just. Dead. And all <laughs> they... cyborg is like, I need it now. I need the charge. <laughs> uh, but like, it's not fast enough because Dark Side like opens a portal just as the box unifies, which. Basically obliterates everything. It sends out a shockwave. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's yeah. Bad. It is Everyone... pretty much going to destroy that whole area. Oh, it's going to no, destroy it's... the Earth. <laughs> it, yeah, oh. it did destroy that whole... Like, it was... oh, 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 as soon as the boxes are unified, that's when the process starts. It's like an almost instant process of like it's, the Earth happens. Yeah. Like, coming together. It's like a ripple, ripple effect. And then... My favorite scene from this part of the movie. The Flash literally activates his super high healing factor because he has, he's the Flash. Heals himself, says, all right, I got to go faster, faster than I've ever gone before. Yo. And he gets into his little, his little, yo, and that's another thing. The Flash's poses? Great. Great. I love <laughs> my man, it. My man said Bro, 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 I'm telling you, bro, he, like, he gets into his little stance, and then he goes. I'm like, this is my Flash. I love the CW's Flash, but I also love WB's Flash. And he goes, and you see the Speed Force turn back time, and he's just running, running, running. And the man breaks his rule of running faster than the speed of light. And he restates something from his father that was said earlier. That'll, I think uh, Larry oh, has yeah. says it'll come back into Flashpoint. Go ahead. I put this in my notes. So earlier he was talking, he was, his father said, because um, he was talking about, like, you can be the best. You can do whatever you want to do. And he's like, you're living in the past. Make your own future. <laughs> I love it. And so, like, this is what goes through his head. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Continue. I'll just have a comment okay. after this. So this is what goes through his head as he's trying to, like, he's running back to restart time. Right before the uh, the boxes um, unified, but I have the idea that this is eventually going to come back to Flashpoint when he's going to be thinking about this and be like, "He's like, hey, my if own I can future. go back and yeah, if I can go back in time to like, if if I could do this, I could stop my mother from dying." Yeah, and and yo, they set that up perfectly. They did the Flash right. They he did the Flash right. He did. Not so at this part. Not gonna lie, it was a whole nail biter for me. Right, cause I I'm thinking, yo, he's 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 running fast. Like my man, my man's really moving. Mm. Are they about to have him run into the speed force? Cause I'm like in in the Justice League, um, 
cartoon when they're fighting Brainiac and uh someone dies. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. They're fighting like a Brainiac Lex Luthor fusion, right? Oh, and uh, uh, everybody Brainiac slash Lex Luthor has beaten everybody up except Flash at this point, and Flash is at like in this point of the show is just like. He's not the weakest, but, like, he's, like, the least, like, go-getter, like, oh, yeah, I can save the day by myself. Yeah. Um, and Brainiac just looks at him, and he's just like, you're not even worth it. Do what you're good at and run away. Um, so Flash Jeez. does that. He runs away. But he <laughs> runs around the Earth and punches him and continues to do that, just running faster and faster and faster. And then he, like, just, like, destroys Brainiac, like, just beats him to a pulp. But, like, he's still vibrating and, like, not slowing down. And he, like, gets sucked into the speed force. So oh, I thought that's man. what was going to happen here. And I was like, oh, oh my no. God, are they about to kill Barry Allen? <laughs> if Zack said they're about to kill Barry Allen, <laughs> this would be the moment to do it. <laughs> but, no, like, I'm sure whenever his movies uh, – his movies are going to be my favorite if they keep doing it right. Because who's better than The Flash, bro? I'm not near no one in this universe. Not no one ever, bro. No one's better than the Flash. And so, uh, you know, as as we get that beautiful, beautifully, what do you say? Nothing. What? <laughs> yeah, like I'm talking to you. Batman comes nowhere close to Flash, bro. As as we get this beautiful, uh, craft, beautifully crafted scene, uh, we uh, see that while in the box, um, he he get uh, the Flash does get to give Cyborg that energy. But while he's in the box, Cyborg sees the box entity making the appearance of his family. And, you know, they offer him power uh, to make him whole again, to make him a human again, because the boxes can do that. That's uh, bad. But, he, you know, he realizes that he is whole. He has friends. He's got a family. He's got him. He's got himself at the end of the day. And, you know, uh, him and Superman, they break apart the boxes. Uh, while Aquaman stabs Steppenwolf through the heart, uh, Superman punches him forward. Uh, towards the portal to Dark Side, and then Wonder Woman gets this great scene, takes the sword, and slashes that man's head off as his whole head and body enters through, you know? And then uh, Dark Side stops it with his foot and crushes that man's skull. Uh, you know, he says he makes a promise that he will get that anti life equation with the war, uh, through war. And uh, you know the team. The team stands heroically as you get that wonderful freeze frame shot of the Justice League, and they won. And okay. oh, go ahead. This is why we need to watch these movies, where I can give my commentary by speaking and not typing. Because as soon <laughs> as that happened, and his head goes through the portal and stops in front of Darkseid, my first thought was. Well, he finally got his meeting with him, so like facts, there it is. True, <laughs> bro. My commentary on point, bro. Stop. You gotta oh, stop yeah. limiting me. I think. I think one of my favorite. I think my favorite uh, dialogue from Dark Side was he said, uh, "What's it? Came, what's his name? The the Sod or whatever or whatever his yeah, name is." Was like they destroyed the mother boxes. What are you gonna do? And Dark Side is like, "Get the ships ready. We're gonna do this the old way." And my man has that much patience to get this anti-life equation. He said, okay, you destroyed my mode of, trans- my, my mode of transportation? I'm coming. I'm still coming. I, I, I like it. I like it. This man is going to end the world. 
like he does want nothing else. He's going to do it. Oh yeah. And then, you know, that leads us into the epilogue because this movie is so uh, still long, so we have an epilogue. Yeah. So this there at this point there's still like 30 minutes left of the film. Um I felt like where they finally won was kind of a great ending scene. And this all kind of feels a little more end credit-ish. Uh, my friend actually brought that up, and I kind of yeah. agree with him. Um, so basically, just kind of, we'll kind of blow through some of the stuff here before we get to like the biggest thing in the epilogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce and Diana, they construct the plans for a Justice League Hall of Justice. Which that man can do, you know, because he's yeah. got six satellites. He's going to make another one. Yeah, he's got plenty of money to do it. Uh, Bruce does some more Bruce Wayne stuff as he buys the bank that re- that uh, what's the word repoed uh, repo. uh, repo Clark's family home so he could give the house back and he also paid for Barry to get like an entry job at a crime lab investigator investigator that's that Bruce Wayne influence bro that's that Bruce Wayne influence yes that's, that's that I have money he said yeah I bought the bank and Just, I was like bro what <laughs> overall <laughs> that was Superman looks at him like I guess money I, is a superpower <laughs> like you got it and that's that that's that thing I'm talking about with Bruce Wayne because it'd have been simple it'd have been simple for him to just buy the house right yeah. but no he's Bruce Wayne like, why buy the house when I can buy the bank I'm gonna go big bro that's like that old saying why buy the milk when I can get the cow <laughs> for Bruce Wayne though he's like I'm just buying the farm I'm gonna buy the farm bro and he's on that Bruce Wayne shit bro yes <laughs> Uh, we go from that, and then Cyborg comes back. He rebuilds the tape recorder. His dad rebuilds the tape with the powers he has. With his mind he, powers. Like, what? You rebuild a device just by the uh, like, bro? Goaded. He's a goaded superhero, <laughs> and I'm so mad that this movie didn't portray it the first time. Yo, imagine Cyborg building you, building a PC for you. <gasps> like, and then if you break it, he just builds it back. Like, okay, whatever. Keep, continue, continue. And hey, hold my boy. Basically, hold it just gets really sentimental and beautiful. And basically, his father is saying that he's proud of Silas all along. Stuff like that. As he, like, we get a montage of all the superheroes uh, doing stuff after after all of this. But the yeah, last... You know, like a like a old sports movie. Yeah. You get a montage of them in their in their lives yeah so, yeah the last two scenes though we see that lex luther escaped from arkham and is now just somewhere on a yacht hiring supervillains because we get him we he's hiring deathstroke to go and hunt down batman oh yeah love it i love it <laughs> Bro, I no, no, bro. Let's talk about this scene, and let's talk about how Zack Snyder fixed his one of his biggest mistakes in that Lex Luthor, and how that Lex Luthor was basically the Riddler. But now, in this movie, he is actual Lex Luthor, and he gave that line, "Yeah, the good doctors at Arkham got me thinking right, right." So you just you fixed everything, okay? You just fixed everything with that one line, but then you solidified it when you had Lex Luthor not moving he's still comfy on his couch on his yacht drinking his champagne you can't tell him nothing just just dogging deathstroke with words like this man could kill him without a single thought it is deathstroke like the number one assassin of this of this universe is deathstroke like yeah the fact that you're talking to him like this is like 
incredible, you know? And then when he agreed to work with Lex and Lex called him a good boy, yo, <laughs> that's some Lex Luthor shit that's, right there. That's because he had that knowledge. He had that knowledge. He's like, I know who the Batman is. It's Bruce Wayne. And he's like, okay, you, you, you know, you're smarter than you let on to be. He's like, you're damn right I am. Lex Luthor is literally Batman if Batman decided to be evil. Yeah, quite literally. I like, I actually I actually saw somewhere that um the reason that they uh hired uh Jesse Eisenberg to play Lex Luthor is because they're going off of uh a certain type of Lex that was in the comics. Uh, at first, Lex had hair. He had hair. It's like a younger Lex, and he was he was goofy and silly and whatnot. And then something happened. He got serious, and he became the Lex that everybody likes. So it's it. He, if you go back to the comics that that Zach was pulling from, he's doing exactly what that Lex was doing. So he he played the part well. Yeah, this is just a Lex that nobody's ever seen before. Is, this I, is what I'm saying. Few know about it. I'm just glad, like. If I would actually read that stuff, maybe I would have liked it better. I'm just glad of how his character turned out, even if briefly is on this, just this scene. Now, I will say I don't like this Lex, but with him justifying that this is how Lex becomes who he is, I'm okay with it. I don't like it, but I can respect it, and I'm okay with it now because I can see that you're trying to say, oh, he's just a young guy who doesn't know anything. He thinks he's better than the world. He's cocky, whatever. But now, with being in Arkham and whatnot, he has his mind in his right place. Now he can be cocky because he has leverage no matter what you do. You'll never catch him because exactly. either way, he will win one way or another. Like So and that's what I like. He's learning now. He's becoming Lex Luthor. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. So that was one of the last two major scenes or three major scenes. But before we get to the last one, so there's another premonition scene. There's another nightmare sequence about the apocalypse. But right after that happens, um, the very last scene is Batman's greeted again by Martian Manhunter, who's basically like, I want to join the fight. I want to join Justice League. I want to be able to help what's coming. And he's tired sitting on the, on the sidelines. Yeah, so that that it's kind of it's an okay scene. It didn't fully need to be there. No, I didn't. <laughs> but so um, Zack Snyder was talking with interviewers about it. They originally shot that scene with Green Lantern. Hey, not was, just any Green Lantern. John Stewart. Not just Green any Lantern. that one. Yes, sir. It was originally going to be John Stewart Green Lantern. The shot exists. They've they filmed it. But WB says like they didn't want to use that because they didn't want that being his first appearance, saying that they're he's coming in a future project. So you know, John Stewart confirmed best Green Lantern. Don't 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 add me. Don't add me because he's he's the best Green Lantern. Uh, don't add available. Me. Don't add me. Hey, don't be to forget about my man Kyle Rayner. Okay. And how how Jordan nothing to laugh at okay. either, bro. Okay, okay, power cool and all that, but. John Stewart held it down. Ain't nothing happened with John Stewart. John Stewart. Hey, I mean, bro. it's fair. But part, I wish we would have got to see that scene because I felt like that would also been a great um, an ending. Hey, with WB saying don't add it because we want it for future titles, there's a possibility 
that this will be canon. Possibility. I'm not saying it's set in stone. Yeah, they already said it's not canon, but it's a possibility. Of course, it's canon. I mean, it's closer on that. It, it's it's canon for us. It's canon for us. No, that, that stupid no, Justice League they got. Whatever, but this is canon for us. But the last major scene, um, like happened right before this, was the next was the last nightmare kind of apocalypse thing, where we see Batman, Mara, Deathstroke, Flash, Cyborg, and the Joker. Oh yeah. Just kind of Jared like Leto Joker. Out. Yeah, Jared Leto Joker. And, and boy, was this a was this a scene? His Joker in this was so much better than what he did in Suicide Squad. Oh, oh, leagues, leagues better. No this, pun intended. This movie really like did really well in like making characters what they were supposed to be. Yeah. And you know, like we get a good back and forth with with Batman and the Joker saying, like, "Hey, you know, whenever it's time to do something, you don't do it. Never send, uh, never send, uh, what is it, a boy wonder to do, to do a man's a, job? To do a man's job? Uh, was it Batman's job or, or no? A he just said a, he said never send a boy wonder, aka Robin, to do a man's job. Yeah, and I was Batman. like, oh, you taking jabs? You and taking that's jabs, what the jabs. Joker." is bro because he says that after after batman says if you keep talking i'm going to i'm going to kill you and best believe i'm going to fucking kill you and he joker is just like so and he starts laughing and it keeps going that's what the joker is he's not this bro he's not this gangster like in clubs, like no, that's not the Joker. The Joker is someone that will look Batman directly in the eyes after he just had his life threatened and keep going and keep laughing. <laughs> like, Bro, and oh, that's the Joker. And Batman, Batman like, I killed your kid. What are you gonna do about and it? And Batman came back and said, "Oh, he mentions Harley Quinn dying and saying, oh, with her last breath, she wanted me to tell you that you will die slow, and when I kill you, and I will kill you." I'll make sure you feel every second of it. And the Joker says, he laughs and he's like, oh, okay, you're playing dirty. I see it. And he just no, laughs. No, he says, off. you almost had me there. And I was like, bro, what? Yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Bruce, I don't know if Bruce Wayne meant it, but I don't know. Like, oh, and that's the crazy part. Like, you don't know if, like, but that's the thing. Joker, knowing the Batman better than anyone else, he knows when he means it and when he doesn't mean it. So you have to wonder, like, are you gonna kill him this time? Like nope. it's crazy. Like nope. it, it, that whole scene was like that. You can actually feel and see the tension. I don't think there are any iterations of Batman, any Bruce Wayne iterations of Batman, where like Batman actually kills the Joker. There have uh, been iterations where like they fight and the Joker dies, but like I don't think there have been any iterations where like where the Batman does. You know, no, oh, you know for a can... fact. Um, the only one I can think of is Injustice. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like he actually does it. Like he actually just Injustice. It. Batman doesn't kill the Joker. Yeah, Superman he does. The Joker. Superman kills the Joker Wait. in Injustice. He shoves his hand. Oh no, no, chest. Larry, you're talking about the Batman who laughs. That's where he not... kills. Where he ends up killing the Joker, and then the Joker releases the neuro to- or some type of toxin. He doesn't kill him. Up... No, there he was... doesn't kill the Joker. The Joker ends up dying. No, he kills the Joker and it gets to Batman because Batman's close enough to him to get injected with 
whatever it is that made him the Joker, which turns it like it's the so Joker's there's... contingency plan for whenever Batman actually kills the Joker. That's I'm, how he becomes a Batman who laughs. I'm thinking it's an actual comic. It may be a fan thing, but it, I think it's an actual comic to where uh, Joker did the stuff that happened or he kept on um, egging on Superman to do something because he was going to kill Lois or something like that. And on the way there, he just like snapped Joker's neck in the Batmobile. And like Superman visits him in prison at one point. Uh, I'm going to find this. But I know, I know there is like the Batman who laughs, and I'm pretty sure, like, because the Batman that's Bruce Wayne who is the Joker, and it's all everything goes to hell at that point. But like, I don't know, it's 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 a uh, that's another that's another topic for another conversation, but um, you know, that's and that's that's pretty much the Snyder Cut Justice League, okay? So it was Injustice, Injustice Year Three. It oh. was, um, I don't know if it was the same Joker oh, yeah. that Superman no, no. impaled. Joe, uh, Jake's right. Uh, in the Batman Who Laughs, that version of Batman is he slays his own version of the Joker after gaining the powers of Doctor Manhattan via transferring his brain yeah. into an alternate Bruce Wayne. Crazy, um, known as Batman Hatton. <laughs> okay. I I don't I don't know. That's what I don't that's, know. Okay, that's a whole different thing. It's yeah, a whole thing. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> what were you saying, Larry? Okay, never mind. There was a it was a dream sequence in Injustice Gods uh oh. God of Among Us Year Three. Where yeah, where he snaps his neck. But Okay, um, so then the other the only iteration of yeah. Batman actually killing the Joker, where you know for a fact he killed the Joker, Bruce Wayne Batman, mm-hmm. is it looks Batman like the bat the Batman who laughs. Because even in the killing joke, you don't know for a fact if the Joker is even dead, let alone if Batman kills him. And in uh, The Dark Knight Returns... Joker kills himself. Yeah, Joker kills himself by snapping his own neck. Yeah. And he doesn't even, like, put his hands on his head and snaps his neck. He just twists. He owls his shit. (laughs) (laughs) Joker's something else, bro. One of the greatest villains out there. And so I'm glad that that Jared Leto... I, I, I'm glad that Jared Leto got to, you know, portray, get his own portrayal right in this. I even like the laugh. Even the laugh makes you think of a eerily creepy Joker. Like I like it. I really do. Yeah. And I, I, I like it because each each Joker has been different. Even like, even like both Jared Leto's Jokers are different. So like oh, they're all different. Yeah. They're all different from like Heath Ledger's Joker. Like Heath Ledger's Joker is like. <laughs> he's he's crazy and he's willing to do what he has to do, but he's also more like whimsical with it. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker, which is another fantastic Joker, oh my is God. just just like more mental and just more like I'm. He just finally snapped. He breaks, he's he like more sophisticated. He's a sophisticated he, he, Joker, right? He's more sophisticated, but like also embraces a crazy. And then like you have the gangster Jared Leto Joker, which. Could have been a good Joker. I think just yeah. Squad was a bad movie, but I feel like he could have been a good Joker. Um, mm-hmm. But then now this Joker is just like, I I'm so Joker. Disney. I literally have nothing to lose yeah, he's and just everything to gain. Like you can't do anything to me. And that's literally who he is. Nothing to lose, everything to gain. That's the Joker. Actually, the only thing the Joker has to lose is Batman. Yeah, that's the that's only true. thing. And he's not, he's not, not Harley, lose that. not Harley Quinn, 
not any of his gang. No, it is it is Batman. Because without Batman, the Joker is literally nothing. And you know, before we you know continue going on another uh, like tangents and tangents about this, um, that's like this movie is just good. If you haven't seen it, make the sacrifice, go and see it because it's it's wonderfully crafted. Everybody gets a story in this. If you're and, ahead, yeah. if you're coming into it thinking it's just a couple added scenes from the original cut, do not think that. This movie is literally a different beast. It is entirely different. Everyone gets like a character arc. There's development. The action scenes are better. The cinematography is better. It's it's amazing. Huh. Yeah, man, it's 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 wild. And honestly, I hope they do keep making uh, his little Snyder trilogy. If if they make a Snyderverse, oh, bump whatever WB's doing. Give me a Snyderverse. I'll, I'll take that. We'll just call it the Snyderverse. And we can say, oh, the DCU, that doesn't exist. We got Snyderverse because that's 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 what we want. So I hope, you know, I hope that's... I mean, man, I, I, we could I'll go think, on forever with this movie. With yeah, we could, we could go on forever with this movie. But, you know, go see it. It's a great movie. It's four hours is a pain in the ass, but it's a great movie. And, uh, you know... That's all. That's all I got to say, man. That's 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 it. That's it for me. Um, okay, so final, final, uh, final uh, tallies. What's what's? Oh, the words escaping me. Final thoughts. Final ratings. <laughs> final ratings. There you go. Okay, okay. Uh, I will give this movie a four point five out of five because, and the reason why I didn't give it five. Was yes because of the slow mo stuff. Some things didn't make sense, and four hours, dog. That's a long time. That's a long time. It, it really is. If you made it three hours, I would've been okay. Three hours, thirty minutes, even better. But four hours, and a lot of it was because of that slow mo stuff. Yeah, but other than that, the the way you told this story, the way you put the action in this story, the way you fix Cyborg, mi- fix the whole flash falling on wonder woman's chest thing the whole you fix so much steppenwolf the, the racial comment when they're digging up superman's body thank that you. had no thank business being there like the, yeah the, i looked at the differences and i saw that and i was simple, like why the fuck was that there the yeah. simple portrayal of dark side and how he takes these worlds and how he lost and he's coming back like everything that i could do without the martian manhunter i, I honestly could do without it but everything else Great movie. Great movie. Perfect. Perfect. It was very well. It was almost perfect. And I have to give it a, a 4.5 out of 5. That's basically 9. So 9 out of 10. So it's a it's a great movie. I'm also going to give it I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it 9 out of 10 Amazonian lamentions. Uh the uh, uh because this movie was perfect. Like <laughs> uh, yeah. I there was a couple minor things with it, but there was no, no major gripe with it that I had. Thanks. And Marcus, I'm gonna also give it. I'm gonna give it a four point five out of ten. Uh, slow, whoa, whoa, the slow motion whoa. was. Wait, what? Four point five I mean, out of ten. My bad. Four point five <laughs> out, of, out of five. My fault. My fault. My fault. Uh, a good bit of it is because of the slow motion thing. Um. 
Gal Gadot should have had short hair, bro. Like I'm, 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 I'm gonna say it again. Like she should have had short hair. But man, it would have been a four point nine because of the hair. Right, right. But uh, uh, but the slow motion thing, it, that was a big one. Like that, that wasn't. You made it up for the your stop scene, uh, pictures, but like that slow motion really killed your movie, bro. Also, yeah, and like Jake said, like four hours, bro. Four <laughs> hours, and like I get it, I get why you had to make it four hours. You had a lot to make up for. You had a whole movie to make up for. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> it made sense why you had to do a four-hour movie. You're not like you're not out here like the Avengers, you know, solid performances across the board. You know, a couple outliers with some of their movies. Every every franchise has them, but other than that, like solid, solid across the board. So you can you can a three-hour movie and still ten out of ten. You had a lot to make up for. Four-hour movie. I'll definitely say this set the precedent. I will never go four out. Four hours is max. Four hours is max. Anything other than that should be divided into a TV show, or or a part or two parter or like, like a two parter, yeah. Simple. But um, yeah, that's that's the Snyder Cut, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed our podcast. You're gonna be sure to check out our main uh, sister, brother, whatever you want to call it, mother, father podcast. Uh. For the Fuller Podcast, where we just talk about any random stuff and try to be funny about it. Uh, and you can listen to us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, and Spotify. Also on YouTube. Bye, everybody. And, uh, yeah. Peace out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we forget something? Wait. Adios. <laughs>